Material Components. Episode 70, My Werewolf Son. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Argoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers, thanks for being here. Thanks yeah. for having us, Mike. You're Happy welcome. to be here. Cheers. Uh-huh. Uh, hey, folks. Uh, I'm Olivia, and I will be playing Tears of Cloakbearer, Child of the Outer Storm. I am Elliot, and I am playing Cherish Ironstrike, the Tiefling Sorcerer. I am Michael, and I am playing Sid Emberlight, half-werewolf rogue. And I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Grawl, the Hobgoblin Warlock. <laughs> Every time, Listman, you, you say something that's mildly amusing, and I, I'm about to say something, like my, my own joke, but uh-huh. I can't because you already <laughs> said one, and so me saying one is just going to be vastly inferior. Well, that's my goal every episode is <laughs> every time every time well uh that probably brings me to my first question because of course i would like to ask you all the same thing i ask every time which is do you remember what happened last time besides the last thing that happened last time uh gotta be honest barely last time was us demoing our rift keeping yeah. quote unquote okay so that happened. Yeah, no, that was the that? time before. No, that was the time before. Yeah, yeah, time before. We were gathering we, information last yeah, time. Yeah, mm-hmm. you and I were researching. Oh, yes, that's right. We, a lot uh, of last time. We decided that we are going to try, well, some of us are going to try to go into the Dreamlands again. Well, right. technically the plan is for all of us to go into the Dreamlands again. You don't all have to go. Like, it so, could be fine if you guys just stay out here and Etsuko and I just... I'm trying go. to remember, why Why did we need to go into the Dreamlands? Uh, that, that element so, I have forgotten. So we are trying to get some sort of... Trying to figure out if we can, we can make some Black Mithril hmm. or get some Black Mithril. Am hmm. I right here? This You're is correct. me asking a question. Yeah. Uh, Black Mithril is at the center of a plan to go out into the Wilding, and you have been tasked with either securing a pre-existing supply of Black Mithril, and that is, of course, Mithril that has been imbued with energies from the Far Realm, a strange non-place from which all aberrations stem. Uh, But, yes, you've either been tasked with finding a pre-existing source of this uh, metal, or creating some of your own by imbuing a uh, stockpile of mithril with some source of far realm energy. And I just want to point out that Mike's description has not been what has been explained to Tirza, because otherwise she'd be like, criminals, we should go find the criminals who are at least from this plane and not <laughs> aberrations. You're fine. You're fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I did describe anything to do with the Far Realm generally involves too many teeth, eyes, skin, or bones all in the wrong places. Yeah, but I'm dumb. Okay, well. <laughs> I, but yes. I'll figure it out once we've been there. <laughs> research was done via Tirza and Cherish into accessing the Far Realm. You got 
unfortunately very little in the way of information where that's concerned. Though yeah. Tirza did stumble across a a new avenue of information regarding the Living Gate, that strange <laughs> esoteric thing that is somehow connected to the Jarashir. Yeah, and and seeming confirmation that it is in fact connected to the, the Jarashir and potentially that what we consider the gods in triplicate are from this of this thing it's all pictures and you're the one who yeah. just said you're real Again, dumb and I gave dumb. you a picture book <laughs> <laughs> but leastways yeah. while that was going on Grawl and Sid had their own little escapade in the center of the city of Fair Ames here we did we did um I saw a tree that was incredibly ominous considering the original context that I uh, first witnessed under it under. So, uh, and then it caught fire or something, and then people were freaking out. And uh, oh, who are we meeting? I... The name that is the hardest to say: An Aen Lars, An Aen Sonoran. Sonoran. That's what it was. I was in disguise for reasons. Um... Did we establish? Did we establish? Did we figure out why the the fire was happening, or were we just making a general assumption about Cherish's presence here? Well, you know that in the last three days, several bad things have happened to this central tree in Fair Ames here. Yeah. On the first day, three days ago, right around the time y'all showed up, could uh -huh. be coincidence. Who knows? <laughs> Probably is. <laughs> the tree was apparently. Uh, lashed with crimson flame. On the second day, the tree had one of its branches become ghostly and ethereal. And that seemed to coincide with whatever the, the strange creature, the Philothis, its appearance in Fair Ames here. And here on the third day, you witnessed, while you were there, another branch of this tree suddenly erupt into vaguely natural-looking flames. Um, but then burn away and fall off the tree itself. And we also, you're not sure what that coincides with. We we do know that this tree is part of what is powering the wards that are keeping Fair Ames here from becoming completely enveloped by the wilding, so the fact oh. that it's having shit happen to it is probably okay. not great. <laughs> it's a safe assumption, yes. Right, fine. <laughs> it's probably fine. It's just some early spring pruning. <laughs> Self-pruning mm -hmm. by magic yeah. fire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's fine. It's magic. Happens all the time. Mm -hmm. Um. Then we decided to go to the Dreamlands and we took a quick dinner break. And I met the best character we've encountered so far <laughs> in this entire... It's taken us a year and a half to get uh, to uh, the peak. It's all downhill yep. from here because yep. we met a magic dragon <laughs> and not a, a gross one who talks like the shitty ones we've met before. A mm. cute one who's like a dog. He just goes, <laughs> <laughs> He's my favorite stinky boy. I'm, I'm telling the long forgotten Hank Montgomery. I don't think he's Hank not stinky, has an odor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe depends on what he's been like, walking around in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I I clean him with prestidigitation all the time. 
Okay. So he smells okay. great. He's he's, he's, he's my favorite non non stinky yeah. boy. Yeah. So yes, you did indeed. Uh, were confronted by a pseudo dragon by the name of Puck, who is Lucidian Lydon's familiar companion pet. Not clear. Uh, their relationship is not clear, but you do know that they have been apparently companionable for uh, over twenty years. Right. Because this particular pseudo-dragon, albeit a bit more of a svelte version of this pseudo-dragon, appeared in the <laughs> portrait of the old guard. Yep. I just imagine it's like when sausage dogs get fat, where their legs are just all, like, don't fit their body. They're just like, flat. <laughs> they sploot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, sploot. exactly. It's a little Dust. bit like that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And yes, of course, at the end of last session, as our good friend Sid Emberlight left the Halls of Wonder on a mission to return his Imagine. erstwhile father's pet pseudo dragon, mm-hmm. he uh, by got himself. by himself. As as I'm wont to do. As you are wont to do. We just no. We straight up told him just go. Just go. I texted. I texted Elliot. Like even without this whole werewolf thing, like oh, there's this aberration who's trying to bug us and is just wandering around the city. But like Mm -hmm. it's fine, Sid. Whatever. (laughs) We're so dumb. (laughs) But yes, Sid got a face full of full moon, and. Well, it turned out your fight with the disciples of the Master of the Hunt had a couple of uh, long-standing repercussions that are now coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. And our young Mr. Sid Emberlight felt the, the lycanthropic transformation begin in his bones and muscles, and he now finds himself on the, the avenues of Fair Aimseer. Twisting and distending, his muscles elongating, his fingers becoming clawed paws, his jaw lengthening, his feet growing long and grotesque to give him more of a reverse-jointed look, his back hunching and twisting with muscle. And, uh, Sid, if you could describe what your lycanthropic form (laughs) appears like once this transformation is complete. I'm imagining, uh... So I have the I have the um, the uh, not the vest but the um, studded leather breastplate which is magic. So I assume it like it does expand to like accommodate the growth in my torso. Yes. Um, but I'm imagining my pants sort of undergo sort of a Hulk transformation and just kind of tear up. Um, pretty much everything else besides the vest is is basically uh, torn. Um, uh my hair sort of grows into like a long like fire red um uh, almost mane a little bit um that like curls down the uh that goes down his back he has his eyes are just completely gold now as opposed to just just the pupils um he uh it's not like a he's still as far as like werewolves go he's probably not like the largest werewolf maybe more of a quick live werewolf um but obviously still significantly larger than than Sid um and uh if there's anything else oh and the bucket hat still on top of his head <laughs> <laughs> because you didn't clip technically the hat or, or are they off the side like squashed down by the hat i'm i'm going to leave that to the audience to decide 
squished now, down, gotta be. <laughs> here's a good question is did the bucket half did the bucket hat fall off during your transformation? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. Um perhaps there's some kind of roll I could do to decide that. I'm gonna say you roll yourself a D twenty, sir, and mm-hmm. on a one through five, it is still on your head. Okay. And you will still look like Cesario. <laughs> God. First of all, this is a weird. This is a weird image. It's just Cesario is just writhing on the ground, mm-hmm. um, and maybe potentially attacking people in a little bit. Could <laughs> be. And oh on boy! A, on a what six a good... through twenty, the hat will have fallen off. Okay. Well, that's a twelve, so the hat falls off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is that better? I don't think that's no, better. Neither are good options. <laughs> there are no good options anymore. But that's what's yeah. happened. Now, here is my question for Sid Emberlight, yeah. half elf rogue, mm-hmm. hero of Stormhaven, champion of sure. the people. Uh-huh. Do you resist or do you succumb? I think there is a I curse mm-hmm. here at work. I am. You did a little bit of reading on this. I'm assuming I gave you a little yeah. bit of homework. Yeah. So there is a choice to be made. If you resist the curse or do you give yourself over to it? I think I'm going to try and resist. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, what that means in the long run is to resist the curse simply means that your transformations do not happen at will. Yeah. They are contained to the three nights of the full moon. And when you transform, you lose and surrender all control of yourself. Yeah. So, as you are now this howling savage beast, I would like to ask, what is your reaction to this strange little meat creature flapping in the air just in front of you? Well, it depends on how hungry I am, I suppose. Um, It is nothing but hunger at this point. Oh, good. I guess I'm going to attack it. Okay. Hey, guys, remember how you were just talking about (laughs) how much you love this character and how we've been waiting? Well, goodbye! (laughs) I will never forgive you, City and Emperlite. You don't kill the dog. That's the rule. I am the dog. We're going to have to put this on the dog dies now. You realize that, right? This podcast is going to have to go on the website, does the dog die? And we're going to have to say yes. Oh, my God. It turns out it's going to be Sid's going to be the one that's dying because it's a full-blown dragon right here. It's like to pretend to be a dog. This is number 43. So you're going to be attacking Puck, the pseudo-dragon? Yeah. Please do. <laughs> okay. And yeah, you're using uh, the the werewolf stats here? I am. Let's Is see. it weird that I'm rooting for the, the, little, the little dog dragon to just like, oh, I don't, murk Oh, I don't blame Sid? you. I don't blame you. <laughs> okay. Um, looking at the... Oh, there it is. Two attacks. Great with my claws. Mm-hmm. Am I in full wolf form or ha- or hybrid? Form? You're in hybrid form. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna use my claws. 
plus four. Nice. That is 19 plus four, 23 for the That'll first hit. attack. Sweet. And then um, let's do the second attack. Just roll it. Ooh, 16 plus four, dirty 20. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool, cool. So I'm going to roll 2d8. Mm-hmm. Two, one, not very good rolls. Three, uh, so that's going to be seven uh, slashing damage to uh, Puck. Okay. This tiny little dragon lets out a bleh and falls out of the air as these slashing, oh. rending claws <laughs> rip it out of the air. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be that easy, Mike. <laughs> oh, no. All right. And as it falls, you your senses suddenly fill with the the pounding of hearts, the, the running of blood, the full moon high above you. You sense a wild primal energy in the air filtering even now through the wards as they are weakening, and the hunt begins. Okay. So periodically, Lisman, I'm going to be asking you to be making uh, a series of survival checks followed by attack rolls, depending on how high those survival checks are, as you begin to hunt the populace of Fair Ames here. Mm-hmm. Hero of the people. Mm-hmm. Different city. Oh, it's fine then. <laughs> now, okay. now I'm the hunter of the people. Yeah. And the camera holds as this beast charges off, leaping from this railing, uh, this like latticework pathway of the city down to a lower one, with a single bound, just leaping 60 feet over to another pathway. In the distance there are screams, but the camera holds as the belt holding the sword lays abandoned on the ground. Gonna eat that sword. No. I will literally murder you with my werewolf claws. <laughs> but he will you. also be a werewolf in this scenario, maybe. Yeah, werewolf cool fight. Werewolf fight. So, um, I really wish that D and D had a system like Fate does, and so I could just be like, I spent a Fate dice to be like, oh, Sid forgot something, so I immediately go out. <laughs> you have a point of inspiration, don't you? No. Yeah, we all you have don't use one. inspiration yeah. in this game. We have one point of inspiration. Yeah. Since when? Yeah. From oh, the hot springs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's Do we was. still yeah. have that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Unless no, you used it. Any. No, I clearly I forgot. I'm just saying. I wrote that down. Oh, Reed Ooh, remembered did... something. Wow. Ah. Make it over Ooh. from my. Sheet into anyway, but yes, while your friend Sid is going to go have some kind of conversation with his father, uh, what are the rest uh-huh. of you up to? <laughs> be a good conversation, <laughs> pizza, yeah, yeah playing skee ball. Okay, I think we're like, um, <laughs> is uh, is Blizz still? Blizz is still doing his thing, hosting. Yes, Blizz is riding around in his little yellow cloud. As yeah, he's... I think we we eat the semi knocked over remains of our food. Okay. 
after about five minutes, there is a, a sudden commotion as Blizz suddenly lets out a yelp. His cloud disappearing from underneath him, he falls to the ground, and he clutches at his head underneath his bright yellow top hat. And he stares into the middle distance for a moment, and people are turning, families are like, oh, oh my, what's happening? Uh, somebody rushes forward and say, don't worry, I'm a cleric. Oh. And... He will blink a couple of times, look up, and find the three of you at the bar, and he will say, No, he's not here. I... I'll, I'll go out with the others to try to find him. And he will rush over to the three of you, unconcerned with the looks he's getting from everybody else. This place is crowded. Mm-hmm. And he'll say, something happened to the pseudo-dragon. Uh, the Lucidian just sent me a, a message. There's something happened. I'm not sure what. Oh, oh, all right. Where? Let's we go. All our stuff? Let's go. Outside with Sid, I think. Okay. Yeah, let's. Oh, we shouldn't have sent him out alone. That was so dumb. I'm making my way downtown. Faces <laughs> fast, and I'm sitting down. Um, who else is up here with us, by the way, eating food? Uh, everybody except for Etsuko. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I should probably go inform Etsuko that we will not be returning to go to the Dreamlands momentarily. So, yeah, so Arbidon, Judah, and Canaeus are within quick proximity. The smile and giant eye roll I just did was in character as tears. <laughs> okay, uh, sure. Go yeah. tell her. <laughs> I will go inform Atsuko yeah. that plans are changing and that we're all going to go out to go find Sid. Have fun. <laughs> so, Grawl, you want to right. head down into the Riftkeeper Sanctum to go talk mm -hmm. to Atsuko? Yep. Okay. So, while Grawl does that, what are Cherish and Tears are doing? I'm going to go uh, straight yeah, outside. Okay. Splitting the party by three ways now. I mean, one, not My our choice. Two, I like to think I'm halfway safe in this, hey, this hey. thing. Sounds like you're metagaming over there. <laughs> <laughs> not metagaming. He's just avoiding become a werewolf. I don't, uh, I know, yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> Because I'll, so I'll be the one who dies. You've got to lean into it, Reed. It's so much fun. No. Join me. So, no. Cherish... Do it, do it for me, Reed. I'll never become a werewolf in this game. <laughs> Cherish and Tirza, you rush outside the Halls of Wonder, and uh, as you make your way to the edge of the floating island, you see that the the flying gondola is only just now coming back to your side, having dropped off, presumably Sid, mm -hmm. on the other side of on the dock. Um, is Puck hey. anywhere? Nope. Uh, is there is there like gears on this? Can we can we crank crank this? Crank the torque on the nitro. You're asking this of the gondola yes. driver, <laughs> and the gondola driver will say, uh, "This like half this half elf man you've met a couple of times." Like, 
There is but one speed on the gondola from the Halls of Wonder, and that is the speed of adventure. Don't you have okay, fly, well then... Parish? <laughs> yes, I'll just cast fly on tears, though. That'll be faster in the long run, too. <laughs> Whoop. Not even running, you'll be watch, flying. Watch, watch. Uh, if I run at tears, she'll catch me in her arms. <laughs> <laughs> no, a coffee! <laughs> So you want to cast Fly on Tirza and then have Tirza carry you over? Although I can cast Fly on up to two people, I think. I mm. keep forgetting that I can do that. If you cast at a higher level, yes. Yes. Mm. Okay. So is that what you do? No, I'm just going to cast it on Tirza. Okay. If she accidentally drops me, I can cast Featherfall or just cast Fly on myself, so... Well, if, she, if she drops you into the infinite void of this weird pocket dimension, I don't think she's going to. It's like I could always three just feet. Yeah, I'll drop you and then go fly to get you. It's fine. You Whatever. also know that there are like... apparently air elementals that catch people who fall. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I was going to say it's going to be like oh, one yeah. of those weird things where you fall down and then all of a sudden you're falling down from the ceiling. Eh? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, wasn't it Canaeus who jumped off the side of the? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. So the two of you get outside a lot faster than you would riding the gondola. And as you come out of the door onto the superstructure of Fair Ames here, you find a very upsetting sight as the bloodied uh, corpse of Puck the Pseudo-Dragon next to oh. a shredded set of gear. It is, it is a corpse. Can I, can I check and see if there's any way to see? I'm going to save this. Thing if it's the last thing I do. It appears as though rending claw marks have slashed oh. through this little creature. It's too good for this world. Um, um, I'm gonna grab. I'm gonna grab Storm Piercer. Like I know it's weird and awkward, but he might not be a forge bound item anyway, so it's fine. As you approach, Storm Piercer will begin shouting, "We have to stop Sid. He has become some kind of wolf monster." Oh, uh, what? Do you know which way he went? Do Do you know where? He, like, can you lead us to him? Um, hmm. I'm unsure. It's a sword. I am a sword. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it just the sword, or is it like a broken belt with the scabbard, or? It is a snapped belt with the scabbard. Okay. As well as gonna... Sid's. I don't know. Did, Sid, did you bring your whole, like, adventuring kit with you on the way out the door? I don't think so. I so, think I just had my sword. So yeah, there's some, like, destroyed boots, some tatters of pants, uh, whatever other overclothing he was wearing on top of the... Cloak. And a cloak, and the... That's gone. The pristine bucket hat. Uh, I'll pick up the bucket hat. Um, but... His I mean, his vest obviously isn't there. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> I do have locate object prepared. Whew. <laughs> but not remove curse. <laughs> Bummer. <Nope. Yeah. laughs> Weirdly, I didn't know I was going to be dealing with a werewolf this today. Uh, um, while Tears is doing that, I'm going to like. Is there a way to, like, unhook Stormpiercer from the broken belt? 
Yeah, absolutely. Or yeah, I'm just scabbard gonna, like, at the very least. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna just attach the scabbard to my belt or whatever, just so that we don't lose <laughs> Stormpiercer. Because I don't, I don't have the bag of holding with me. I think that would be in my room, the Hall of Wonder. Okay. And Tirza, what are you doing? You are checking on the um, pseudo dragon, or are you casting a spell? Uh, I mean, yeah, that thing's looks bad. Um, if I could cast Locate Object on Sid's um... Glamoured Leather Armor. Glamoured Leather Armor. Okay. I have to describe it. I don't know if I have to describe it in, like, what it actually looks like, or if I can just be like, it's Glamoured le Leather Armor that he changes all the time. <laughs> I mean, Tears has seen what it looks like when it isn't Looking like anything else. Oh, that's probably true, yeah. You were there when I found it. Yeah. yeah. Sid. Uh, and as long as it's within a thousand feet. Yes. Give me a survival roll. Hooray! Eleven. Okay. Tirza, uh, within a thousand feet, and I believe you get the direction, but not whether or not it's moving. I get... Yes. Uh, no, I know the direction of its movement. Okay. Uh, it is moving down uh, very, very quickly. Okay. Base uh, jumping? <laughs> I'm gonna just, like, hold out my arm for Cherish to, like, hop up back into my arms, because I think flying is going to be the best way to get to him. Fly last for ten minutes, I'm just reminding you. Yep. Okay. As does locate object. Okay. Uh, so we'll say by the time you've got all this stuff figured out, and what's the casting time on locate object? One action? One action. Okay, by the time you've got Stormpiercer collected, and you've sort of assessed this scenario out here, I will say that two minutes uh, probably went by, and it probably took you another minute to get from the island over to the dock, so you probably have mm -hmm. seven minutes left in the fly. Grawl, mm -hmm. you get downstairs. Uh, right. And Tirza has a 60 feet, 60 feet fly speed, too. Yeah. This, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Grawl, you go downstairs and you see that uh, Etsuko is preparing some kind of adjusted ritual circle in the, the training ground down in the Sanctum. Hey, uh, Etsuko, uh, uh, quick thing, really quick. I uh, just, uh, just want to give you a heads up on something. Uh, we've got a situation upstairs. Seeds uh, disappeared. Don't panic. I'm definitely not panicking right now. Not at all. Not panicking. Um, we're going to have to postpone the dream adventure for a bit. Just a bit. We'll be oh, right back. Okay. Second. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Let you know. Keep you in the loop because you're part of, part of the team. Uh, thank you. Uh, do you. Do you require my help with anything? I, if you wanted to come along, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say no to, to that. I mean, you know, could get crazy, could be super cool, I don't know. But do, can I, should I, do you want me to come? I, that. Yeah, yes, yes, that would. Then give me a moment, cool. I will collect my things. All right, okay, here we go. Cool. Neat. 
stands there and he starts twiddling his thumbs. And she collects a, a couple of things, blows out some candles, grabs her big book, and comes charging up the stairs to follow you. All right, let's go. Adventure. Okay. The two of you appear back out in the the Halls of Wonder. Blizz is apparently uh, trying to cordon the crowd. He's telling people that there's a, a slight uh, emergency situation happening outside, but no one should panic and just remain here and remain calm. Do we still all have our stones of far speech? 500 feet? Those work in here? You all still have them, as far as I know. Do they work in the pocket dimension thing? Have we tried? I'm going to try mine. Okay. Uh, you attempt to try it, and you get no response. All right. Well, that was worth a shot. Okay. Uh, Arbidon and Canaeus will, like, take you aside as you're coming up, and Arbidon will say, "What? What's happening? Do we need to?" I um. Apparently, something happened to Sid outside. I uh, we're rallying the troops to go find him. Okay. Maybe a quick little jaunt. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'll I'll go grab my axe. All right. Cool. Arbidon goes and does that. Canaeus uh, will say, "I'll, I'm good here. You, you go find Sid." That tracks. You don't want to <laughs> go with us. That we got the whole crew. I'm not very good at finding people. Usually, they find me. So if I stay here, he might come back. Oh <laughs> God! If Canaeus knew that this I was going to happen. <sighs> I was going to apologize to this dude. What the fuck? <laughs> and Judah will say, what are we waiting for? We should go. I mean, wait, wait, do you know he's going to come back? Or, or, or we just... I... And Canaeus will shrug and go, oh, he might. And what if he does? He's not wrong. There should be someone here to wait for him. I mean, Blizz is here. Yeah, but Blizz is dealing with all the people, right? Fair enough. Right, we go. Okay. Uh, and you and Esiko and Judah leave, not waiting for Arbidon to go grab his axe downstairs. Oh, I thought he went. No, I'm, we're going to wait for him to grab his axe. Okay. So you wait a little while and he goes downstairs and grabs his axe and then comes back upstairs and you wait a good uh, minute or so <laughs> in high tension. Meanwhile, outside. Sid, I need uh, you to give me another survival roll. Sure. Ooh, that's pretty good. 18. Cool. I need you to give me two attack rolls now. Okay. Let's plus oh, some commoner stats real quick. <laughs> they're just, they're, they'll be dead. Damn they're it. Dead. They're dead. Their stats are dead. You don't know that. Oh, right. Attack rolls, not. Mm -hmm. Oh, those are bad rolls. Those are really bad. That is a. Well,. One of them's a botch. Oh. Um, uh, and then the other one is a 13. Maybe Sid has maybe a heart attack. Yeah, maybe it's like a Daybreaker style of, of Love Curse. If he bites himself, <laughs> he'll so, turn back into a human. <laughs> Cherish, Tirza, you are moving <laughs> down towards the location that Tirza is sensing. <laughs> um, probably a good 600 feet away, but you're moving very, very quickly. <laughs> there is a scene of panic 
uh, that you're kind of following the reverse stream of. Being able to fly is very useful because you're not fighting any crowds. But you hear a piercing scream coming from below you. And as you're moving, you can see down probably 200 feet away, uh, backing out of uh, an alley made by a fork between two of the branches, a elvish man is shrieking, uh, and he manages to kick something in the alley as it is coming at him. And Werewolf Sid, you take a whopping three bludgeoning damage. Oh. Which I believe you are also resistant to. Yeah, so I, I take half. Unless that. that unless that guy has a magic foot. Nope. <laughs> magic silver foot. Silver silver toed boots <laughs> are all the rage in Fairings here. <laughs> Everyone's wearing them. Does Everyone. any of us have but, anything silver? Just curious. No, but ma- magic. Yeah. No, and I mean just like Your ma- your weapon is magic, girl. It counts mm-hmm. as a magic weapon. And then mm-hmm. tears a you have something that counts as a magic weapon, right? Mm-mm. But I can make oh. stuff magic. That's what about right. your sword? What about the sword? Nope. She can make it magic. <laughs> yeah. Why does my why do I want to eat that so bad? Hmm. I don't remember. Sid, eat did you roll me help. damage for that attack roll? Oh, uh, no, I did not. <laughs> so that would be d8. Oh, that's a 1 plus 2, 3 damage. Okay. So, 200 feet below you, Cherish and Tirza, you see this elvish man being mauled by a humongous shadowy creature just chomps down on the joint between his shoulder and neck. Uh, But then it uh, reels back, and I rolled a 97 on the percentile for that botch. (laughs) And this commoner, like punches you right in the throat and he manages to like stumble backwards in a way as your jaws release and this guy has a whopping one hit point left as he Ooh, holds Jesus. the bite on his shoulder and just sprints away. He is so lucky I rolled a Wait, I have... minimum damage. <laughs> Wait, I'm a paladin. I have healing powers. Oh shit. Also you might be a werewolf. <laughs> So you streak downward, but by the time you get to that location, uh, Werewolf is already moving away. And, uh, Sid, what is the the Werewolf's movement speed? Uh, 40 feet. Okay. Um, so you're, you're gaining on him, but, uh, this Werewolf seems to be agile and moving in random directions, navigating solely by the smell of blood. So listen, because of this locate object can i tell that this thing is wearing sid's armor yeah 100 percent. because you're mm-hmm. attracted straight to this huge shadowy monster that just attacked cool i just i wasn't sure if it was like a vague oh i get the sense that it's over there but mm-hmm. okay yeah so we're still like 200 feet away though i need you both to give me perception checks okay oh jesus that's a botch. Oh no. Good first roll. For me. Uh, mine actually was a good first roll. That is a dirty 20. Cool. So, Tirza, as you are flying downward towards this intersection where you saw this figure getting bit, that figure is stumbling away and holding <laughs> at their 
shoulder, but then their eyes start going wide and their head starts shaking as they stare upwards at the sky. And as the thing you're tracking lunges off into the night, you see this elvish man transforming and ripping at its, like, skin as it's sloughing off to reveal silvery fur beneath and this long lupine snout breaking out of its mouth. And you see this Uh, werewolf transforming on the the street below you. Sid, you're my friend, but I'm gonna punch you in the (laughs) throat again. Well, you gotta catch me first. (laughs) Um, I'm going to... God, I'm gonna point out the... How far away is this stumbling dude? Uh, he is a werewolf. Still, probably about two hundred feet below you. Okay. And so, Sid is going beyond that. And Sid okay. is running in the opposite direction. Yeah, I'm going to point out that guy to Cherish, like mid transformation. Um, and I'm assuming that I can identify that that is a werewolf transformation that's happening. You see this person transforming into a horrible wolf-humanoid hybrid. That seems like... Okay. Um, Do we take care of that? Or that way is Sid's armor? If I know anything about infection models, it's bad. It's just all bad. Fire. (laughs) Yeah, do we take care of this guy first, then? It's like they're both, they are both going to, it's like, I mean, there's no winning here. It's like, we take care of this guy, Sid bites more people. We take care of Sid, this guy bites people. Split the party. Yeah, do you want to, hey, listen. (laughs) Hey, listen. (laughs) Do you want to take care of this guy and I can keep following Sid and then I can keep in contact with you with the, and I take out the stone. I mean, that's, I'm going to get far away quickly. And you're but having this conversation as you're flying yep, downward. As we're flying yes. down. Yeah, fucking drop me off. Okay. Stupid. So you... I literally just, like, hold out a bicep so that Cherish can, like, jump <laughs> off my arm. Yep. You drop the Cherish payload right in front of this transforming werewolf. Mm-hmm. And then you take <laughs> off down the the thoroughfare after Sidwolf. Oh, this is going well, guys. Well, we and don't need see- anything. And as I see, and as I see Tirza going off into the distance, and I look back, I'm like, I've made a, I've made a horrible mistake. <laughs> as this hunched, wolven creature slowly rises up, its frame encapsulating Cherish, as our little purple horn tiefling is just framed by this outline of the werewolf. It's just the dark shadow with like the two luminescent <laughs> eyes in any anime. And uh, for the stars, we're doing this is the B stars episode <laughs> for the sake of I think my own personal sanity. I think it is at this point that I need everybody to roll initiative. Yeah, yeah. as Grawl and company are landing at the docks that will lead out into Fair Ames here proper, Tirza is chasing Sid and Cherish is facing off Mono e Wolfo against. Yeah. A newly changed werewolf. Now, Mike, my question is, my initiative bonus, is it just my straight dexterity modifier, or am I adding my swashbucklerness on top of that? Uh, you're using the werewolf's stats, I believe, if that's correct, when you transform. Uh, when I was looking at it, it said the only stat that changes is my strength. Um, 
which goes up to 15. Right, but that's when you're... Let's see. Um, While in wolf form or hybrid form. So, yeah, I guess your stats would be the same, though I would assume your character traits would be different in wolf form. I'm going to go ahead and say you do not get your uh, swashbuckler I mean, it makes sense, because I think it's my charisma modifier, which is not really uh, important at this point. Um, (laughs) It's a very suave wolf. Um, You know? You know? In the right light. Um, Cool. So... 25 to 20? Cool. 15 to 20? 17. 15 for me as well. Interesting, interesting. Gonna go ahead and assume that Sid has a higher dex. Yeah, almost certainly. Grawl, what do you got? I got a 10. Cool. Or no rush. I mean, he's, he's true. Oh, yeah. Fine. As far as you know, everything's fine. Boat. Cool boat. He's just missing. So, we're going to start at the bottom here for dramatic purposes. And oh, as Grawl and Etsuko, Arbadon and Judah disembark and make their way to the door, <laughs> leading out into Faroons here proper. Damn it. I tried. <laughs> Really, I, oh <laughs> I was gonna say they're about to be really occupied, so it's probably after all the bathroom. Grawl, are you leading the way? Oh yeah. I, I mean, I would assume Arvidad's probably leading the way, but Arvidad's not sure what's going on. Oh, I mean, yeah, then yeah. Okay, so you're the first one out the door. Uh huh. <laughs> As you make your way outside, you are stricken by the strange scene just outside of the dead pseudo-dragon, the the remnants of clothing, tattered, discarded belt, and no sign of any of your friends. Okay. Um, Does the uh, Stones of Far Speech still work? Do you want to try them again? Yep. Okay. I uh, pull out the Stone of Far Speech and say what? Terrace. Terza. And for now, at least, both of them can hear you. And from a discarded pocket nearby, uh, your voice rings out from a shattered piece of Sid's pants. Okay, Sid's pants are talking. That's me. Okay, I'm going to grab that. Uh, Terrace. Terza, what's going on? You you have brief moments to say something. Sid's a werewolf. Sid's a werewolf. <laughs> I turn back and look help. At, 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 at the help. <laughs> help me. Help, help me. <laughs> um, I I turn back and look at uh the other two. Um, I'm like, all right, Sid is a werewolf. And as you turn back and look at everybody else, they're all just staring at you with, like, looks of mixed horror and confusion. Would, do, I, do, I have, do I have pizza on my face? Do I have, do I have a little bit of 
I'll just ah. And but. as you lift up your left hand and like touch at your face, you see the chitinous, three-fingered hand of Mott touching your own uh, face. Uh, okay. Uh, guys, 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 guys. Problem, 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 problem. And Arbidon will say, Yeah, you're like turning into a bug or something. <laughs> See, okay, this would be surprising if it was surprising, but it's not all that surprising. So it's just the arm, right? And as you stare down at yourself, you see that your left arm has become, like, chitinous, and there are little barbs coming out of your forearm, and you've got the three-clawed appendage. Mm -hmm. And it okay. goes all the way up, and you can feel it as you touch at it, that it goes up to the shoulder, and you feel some kind of strange nub or nodule coming out of your shoulder blade on the left side. It's pressing awkwardly up against your armor. I don't, okay, don't like this at all. And as you, like, feel at your face, you can feel, like, these, like, weird, bristly hairs, for lack of a better word, kind of, like, coming out of the side of your neck and up the side of your face. But the rest of your face feels fine. Guys, problem. <laughs> problem. Uh, uh, and everyone is at a loss for words, and Judah will finally say... I, yes, um, what? And he'll, like, stare around at everybody else, make sure that nobody else is turning into a bug monster. <laughs> I think this is patron bullshit. We don't have time for this. It's a werewolf. And Etsuko will say, yes, all right, uh, what should we do? Are we going to have to go after Sid. Where is Sid? Uh, uh, guys? There's a... Uh, can I can I tell vaguely what level I'm flying past at this point? You think you're on level three? I uh, just—he's going down. Breaker, breaker. Yeah. This is tears on level three. That's a good ten four, good buddy. Over. I'm I'm probably about to go out of communication soon, but he's going down to the ground level. Uh, what level am I on, do I think? Also on three. I'm on level three. Um, I decided to, to fight a werewolf by myself. This is probably going to end badly. Here, <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, Cherish can handle uh, herself. Uh, we're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Cherish, we're coming. Level three. Let's go. And Judah will look at you and nod and say, I think I can get down there a lot faster than you can. He will just leap off the side. Yes! Yay! Monks, cool monks, 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 monks. <laughs> why, 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 are they, why are they so cool? Why? And Arbidon will say, Damn it! He's got one on me! Um, carpet! <laughs> uh, are you paying for the carpet? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the top of the round. Yeah. Meanwhile. Cherish, the werewolf is going to attack you multiple times. Oh, like right now? Right now. So it's coming in that. at you. Uh, it's got two claw attacks. And... Let's see if we can get another werewolf in our party. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be smart, though, and accept the curse. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, 14 to hit. Oh, that matches my fucking AC. Huzzah. Except, except what weird bullshit is the werewolf curse going to do to a devil? 
it's going to do something super cool, and I can't wait. Yeah, just like it did something word. super cool to me. You're Mothman. Mother you are Mothman now. Mothman. <laughs> Why? Cherish, you get raked across your shoulder as one claw swings at you for six slashing damage. The other claw swings wide, and you manage to, like, duck backwards underneath it. And that brings Ooh. us to Cherish. Burning hands. <laughs> uh, right at its freaking freaking head. Sure. So it's going to need to make a deck saving throw. Dexterity saving throw. Mm, that's probably not going to do it. That is only a ten. Uh, yes, that is an... I don't, I can't find my thing on here, but 10 is definitely less than what it is. <laughs> your spell save DC, which is 8, plus your proficiency sure. bonus, plus your charisma modifier? Yeah, yeah, so that would be like, that's like fucking 15 or some shit, so. There we go. Yes, 15! Oh my god, I did it right away. Okay. <laughs> uh, 4d6 fire damage. Uh-oh. <laughs> Three. Yeah. Poor, poor random citizen. <laughs> Sucks to suck. <laughs> Sucks to suck. Should have been better. Yeah. <laughs> Should have stayed at home. Ignoring Listen, I hate my dad, but this was a present I got from him, so whatever. <laughs> um, 15 fire damage. Okay. The werewolf is scorched, and it is yowling with a, a horrible pained expression and now it just looks really angry uh and i'm in melee with it right mm -hmm. every... yeah shit okay well that's me okay that'll bring us to <laughs> sid sid give me a survival yeah. roll okay the hunt is on the hunt is on uh 16 16 excellent you find another citizen of fair aims here so give me some attack rolls yeah this is, this is the best i've Rolled all campaign, and I don't know why. Um, that's not true, but um, two attack rolls. We've got a 12 and a... What would that be? That would be a 19. And just for uh, simplicity's sake, we're going to be saying that you'll be using one of your bite attacks and one of your claw attacks. Yeah, sounds good. So a d6 and a d4. Can mm -hmm. you stop biting people? Uh, total of nine damage. Cool. Uh, yeah, one of these commoners go down. You gorge yourself on sweet, sweet commoner meat. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. At least that one's not going to turn into a werewolf. Hopefully. <laughs> that will bring us to Tirza. And Tirza, since Sid killed a commoner for his turn, uh, that actually does slow him down a little bit. Uh, so you are closer to catching up, assuming you just follow at full speed. Yeah. Oh, uh, and lucky everyone. If I, if I dash, uh, is that a 120? Yep, I'm doing that. You heard uh, a scream cut violently short, and there is a flood of citizenry. Like I said, Fair Aims here comes alive at night, so there were lots of people on the street. Um, and there is a flood of citizenry fleeing from a vicious, vicious attack happening not too far away. And you're getting close, but you're not quite there yet. Um, do I have a rough estimate of how much longer I have on the fly spell? Uh, probably another six minutes. And in combat, that's forever. Yeah. 
that will bring us to Grawl. Okay. Uh, we're waiting for a carpet to show up. Is that what you want to do? I I mean, I... That's what Arbidon's going to do because he doesn't have a choice. Because that's how barbarians move. I don't have fly. Show <laughs> What? Nothing. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah, I guess we're going to wait for uh, a carpet, because I have no way of... Etsuko will look at you and uh, Arbidon and say, I need you to trust me. Okay. And now I need you to jump, in that order. Trust me first right. and then jump. Okay, okay. Um, uh... Uh, cannonball. I just and jump. Arbidon's just like, eh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Like Mario jumps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Etsuko oh. will cast her spell first and then jump. Uh, she is not that kind of caster. <laughs> she will cast slow fall on the three of you. And uh, so you two begin to slow and she will follow you soon after. And... Lower down, you can see that Judah is skimming the side of the tree itself, like his glowing palm planted on the side of the tree as his hoof, like, drags him down slowly along the length of Fair Ames here. That's so cool. That's so cool. <laughs> and he is way ahead of the rest of you at this point. Um, and he seemed to be uh, singling, uh, focusing down towards a location where there was a blast of fire. That's Jerish. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely cherish. It's a good, good falling yes. hard fire. Uh, per the falling rules, you fall one hundred feet per round. Okay. Uh, so you will probably be reaching level three next round. Uh, and hopefully, oh. you land gracefully. Anyone want to talk about anything while we're following? That brings us to the werewolf, who is going to attack Cherish with a bite and a claw. Let's see. The bite attack, that is an 18 to hit. Yeah. And the claw is it. going to be a 13. Oh, that one doesn't. Okay, so the bite So, like, it. oh, cool, great. So the claw comes at you, you dodge to the side right into this thing's jaws. Ouch. And it clamps down your arm for nine piercing damage. And I need you to give me a constitution saving throw. For no particular reason. Uh, one second. Uh, sorry, I'm just doing damage. Um, okay, con save. I'm not worried about that, but we'll see. Um, 14. Okay. Uh, it hurts. It's a bad bite. Okay. Ouchie. It's ouchies. It does ouchies. That will bring us to Cherish. Okay. Let's see. I'm gonna pepper this thing. Oh, I forgot to mark the burning hands. No, I get that for... F Wait, okay, so I get the spell... I can cast the spell once a day. I think that's without using a spell slot. That's a tiefling thing? Yes. Yes, it's without using a spell okay. slot. Or else a tiefling okay. fighter wouldn't be able to do it. This is true. Uh, okay, so I'm going to pepper this thing with some magic methyl. Please do. 
magic missile at level four. So sixty-four. Sixty-fours. Two, three, four, five, six. All right. Two, eight, ten, thirteen, sixteen. Nice. Didn't like that. Yeah, this werewolf is reeling back, and it is uh, considering finding uh, easier prey. Um, but now the sunken cost fallacy is sinking in, and we'll see which way it goes next round. Yeah. Uh, that'll bring us to Sid. Sid, uh, as you dine on the sweet meats of this elf, uh, oh. I need you to give me another survival roll. That's a natural one. Okay. Uh, so... That means that Sid remains where he is, uh, really just going to town on this elf. <laughs> just getting at the giblets. Hungry boy. Mm. He's a growing lad. I feel feel bad for fist. And since fist he stayed <laughs> exactly where he was, Tirza, you managed to catch up without using your dash. Uh, oh, cool. So am I, I'm at him? You come to where you're Locate object spell is zeroed in over this hunched figure just devouring a, a, a citizen of Fair Ames here. Blood spattered across his face. Muzzle. Didn't think about what I was going to do when I got here, but um, I'd like to grapple. Okay. I think I can do this. Tears of zips in and tries to grapple the werewolf. This is going to go really well. So this is a contested <laughs> athletics check. Oh, it's, it's athletics? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're probably fine. Not the big swear wall. Athletics. Ooh, that's a bad roll. Uh, that's a dirty 20 for me. Huh. Seven. Okay, so, <laughs> Tirza, what does it look like when you grapple this werewolf? Um... I mean, I, I'm going with the assumption that this thing is Sid. Getting close, you see so it I'm is not wearing be... Sid's vest. Yeah, and it's like, it's all, it's got Sid's I mean, hair. And it's like perfectly clothed. Star <laughs> said Sid has turned into a wolf monster. Yeah, that is true. Um, so I'm not going to be like super, super rough with this, but um, he is eating a person right now. Eight. So, Past yeah. Past tense. I, I think it's just like, a, um, you know when you're like, when a dog is like eating something on the ground and you're like, no, 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 and you have to like get, get your arm around its neck and then like get your hand in its <laughs> mouth. Mm -hmm. It's that sort of grapple. Okay. Grabbing his snoot. <laughs> yeah. So you get, I'm just grabbing the snoot. You get Wolf Sid in a headlock. Mm-hmm. Um, that was your action. I think that's my full action, yeah. Unless you have any bonus actions to spare. <sighs> Not for... Uh, Not for now. Okay. I'm going to just hold on for a sec. Grawl. Yep. 
pathways of at least four levels have just zipped past you. Uh, people mm-hmm. screaming as they see you just hurtling past uh, platforms and walkways in fair aims here. The, the crystalline tree limbs zipping past your vision. You see yourself coming quickly onto this combat scene where tier, where Cherish and this werewolf are duking it out. Spells flying at point-blank range between slashes and bites. Is there anything you're doing before you hit the ground? Um, hmm. How far away am I from them? You would have to guess. I mean, you're anywhere between... 120 feet? You're closer than that, yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, Eldritch Blast. I just want to know if you're trying anything before you actually land. Um, I mean, I'm going to try an Eldritch Blast midway, like, while falling. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Give me some of that Eldritch Um, Blast, then. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming uh, you're targeting the werewolf and not Cherish. I'm targeting the werewolf, yes. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. Sorry, Cherish, this is how you go. I, I have a new uh. friend now. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a 19, 19. Um, plus 7, so 26. Yeah, yeah. that'll hit. Okay, cool. Uh, so beam 1. Uh, um, D10. D10. There it is. Okay. Uh, so that is a 10. Okay. And second attack. Let's see if that one hits. Uh, probably not going to hit with a 12. 12 is exactly what you needed. Oh, neat. Cool. And that one is also a 10. All right. This thing lets out a bork and uh, cherish right before it was about to go in for a big bite at your face. This thing is lanced with crackling green-brown energy from above, and as you see this drop squad coming down from the sky, uh, Grawl coming down, weird bug arm extended sword in the other hand, shooting these beams of energy. You look different. Yeah, I did something different with my hair. Let's go. Uh, Okay. Yeah, Judah has already taken off and is uh, running down the alley following the trail of blood left by Sid. Probably a good direction to go. Uh, Etsuko lands right behind you. Arbidon lands and uh, looks around and says, Where to? Follow blood. Follow <sighs> the blood. And he turns and starts clomping off in that direction. Uh, Etsuko will go towards you, Cherish, to make sure you're okay. Uh, am I okay? Is anyone okay? No. Let's see. <laughs> Relative. <laughs> yeah. No, you. No. Since this grand day out. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Night out in the town. Um, I'm okay. fine for now. Uh. I'm at 41 of 56, so I'm okay for now. Okay. She will specifically be looking at the bite mark on your arm. Yeah, what do we know about werewolves? I guess is the next question. Ask math. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm doing. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm not, yeah. (laughs) While you're rolling that, that will bring us to the werewolf who is dead. That brings us to Cherish. What are you doing? Are you sitting and contemplating what you can recall about werewolves? I can't do that and run at the same time. You can try. Okay. It's I'd diffi- like to try. <laughs> it, is, it is difficult to like concentrate on your lessons of uh, 
ancient arcane lore past uh, while sprinting. Because you're booking it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's... Hold on. Uh, 23. Uh, werewolf bite equals bad. Yeah. Uh, full that's pretty moon. much what I figured. Most of the basics, you've got it covered. Uh, silver weapons are a good way of defeating the werewolves. Uh, basic werewolf or werefolk lore. Um, you would also know some bit more esoteric things, such as the fact that there is such a thing as a natural were creature. Uh, mm -hmm. There is like two very distinct different types of lichen, and that is the natural and the cursed. The cursed lichen is the monster out of children's stories. The natural is something that sprung out, sprung up out of druidic magic, and what eventually led to the species known as the were touched and or the shifters. Okay. Um, I guess this would probably be a different role, though, but can I kind of put together, like, oh, shit, Sid and Grawl both got bit during the fight we had with those werewolves who turned into people when they died. Mm -hmm. So that's probably what that is. Don't know why Grawl's a weird mothman, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. We'll burn At that bridge. At least he's not trying we'll to kill we'll him. Burn that bridge. We're gonna cut that bridge yeah. off, set it on fire, and then bury it, bury it far, far <laughs> below the earth. Okay, that will bring us to Sid. Sid, huh? you're in a headlock. What are you gonna do about yeah. it? There's uh, also so someone I'm... grasping your snoot. That's true. I'm grappled. Wow. Um, so I think I'm just gonna like claw at at Tirzo. Um, mm -hmm. This is fair. It's going to be two claw attacks. Um, one of them definitely misses, because that's a nine, but one of them's a 19. That would do it. Cool. I do not have my shield oh, out, because yeah. I am headlocking you. Yes. But that's only five slashing damage. And uh, I don't think the werewolf has any bonus actions to do. Nope. Unless you wanted to use any of your rogue abilities. Can I? Nah, that seems silly. Um, yeah, that would, that would be so silly. Uh, bonus action disengage. Um, oh my god. Un uncanny dodge. Um, I mean, me. if you had embraced the curse, then right? we might be having a different conversation. Um, I mean, I, the player, would... would would think that's very cool, but Sid in the moment would be like, something is taking me over, mm -hmm. I'm going to try and resist. Yes, exactly. Um, also, if you had embraced the curse, maybe you wouldn't be in a headlock right now. <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah, but I think that's all I can do at the moment. Okay. That will bring us to Tirza. Uh, who's like, ow, and I will, um, as a free action, I'd like to shake him. <laughs> nope. Hey, uh, nope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bad pretty, pretty much. Like, Sid, goddammit, this is the second time that I've had to fucking deal with you eating something disgusting. <sighs> um, I would like to... Hey, can I choke this werewolf out? Um, yeah. Give me an attack roll. Obviously non-lethally, I just want to make him sure. pass the yeah. hell out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, go to sleep. Um, is uh, uh, 16. So 16, 16's fine. Uh, this werewolf's AC is only 12. I'm assuming. Uh, Sid... I thought my AC increased by one. Oh, it's true. Or... Uh, so actually, what is Sid's armorless oh, right, AC? Armor. Okay, that would be. Forgot how to determine that. Um, Ten that plus is... your Dex modifier. Oh, so fourteen. Good. So fourteen 15. plus one is fifteen. And Fuck. tears. Oh, what'd you roll? Fourteen. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, no, no! I'm so sorry. I rolled a sixteen. Okay, so you're still attempting to strangle this werewolf. Um, yeah. Let's make up some asphyxiation rules on the fly. Here is what I'm going to do. Yeah, uh, why not? Roll me, or no? What is your strength modifier? Plus two. Okay, so. Uh, Sid, you take two constitution damage. Oh. So my constitution is now... Okay. And if that gets to zero, you are choked unconscious. Gotcha. Try not to stay unconscious for too long. It's super bad bad for you. (laughs) That will bring us to Grawl. Okay. Uh, we're chasing after... Um... How far away are they? Very far away. Tears had to oh, fly lovely. to catch him that quick. God damn it. <laughs> um, and there is crowds in your way. There's people trying to flee in opposite directions. You're fighting crowds, unsure of exactly where to go. So unless you have something that might help you in that, I am going to I need mean, a survival check to see if you can track where they went to. Uh, I, I don't have anything. I mean, I've got Eldritch Sight, but I don't think that's going to do anything, because it's only 30 feet. True. I'll try it. You want to cast Detect Magic? Yeah. This whole place is going to light up like a... Oh yeah, 100%. Fire. It's a yeah, Christmas tree no. in here. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, You're staring at the anything. Vegas Strip on oversaturated light. Lovely. Um, yep, cool. Uh... uh I'm gonna Terza Terza on the um uh stones of far speech. <laughs> I'm busy, I do not respond. <laughs> you can yell. I I feel like you have to do you have to like you have to I mean obviously you don't click it, but you have to yeah. Otherwise it'd be picking up everything you said. <laughs> yeah. Uh I, I got I got nothing. Like can we party like conga line behind Armadon Ar- Arbidon? And he'll clear the way? Uh, he can start clearing the way. Um, he's just going to start outpacing all of you because he has a better movement speed than the rest of you. And again, Judah is way ahead of you already. I mean, I've got far step. It's up so, to you, man. Yeah. I But I don't know where I'm going is the thing. So, like. Uh, Judah's way far ahead of us. We can't see where he's at. He's just going straight down. You have lost track of Judah at this point. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Terrish, where'd they go? Follow the blood. It's not my turn yet. (laughs) And Cherish is behind at this point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to keep following the blood. Okay. Give me a survival roll. Okay. What is my survival? Uh, 12 plus 1 is a 13. Okay. 
there is bloody footprints on the ground as people have tracked through there, but you uh, catch a, a little bit of the freshness going in a specific direction, and uh, you think you're headed in the right way. Okay. That will bring us to, let's see, Etsuko and Arbidon are basically following you. Um, Arbidon will, in fact, Arbidon will help you out with the survival roll, so roll me another survival check, see if you do any better. Give you advantage. Uh, that is a nat 20. Okay. Yeah, you're absolutely sure you're headed in the right direction. In Perfect. fact, uh, as you get a second and the crowd begins, like, moving out of your way, as this albino hobgoblin with a great sword comes charging at them, people begin <laughs> to get the fuck out of the way, and you can see in the, the distance... Um, still on an upper walkway, but this one leading down towards what looks like a, a suspended garden of some kind. If Sid had gotten to there, who knows what might have happened. Um, but you clearly see a shiny girl in a purple cloak choking out a werewolf in like 120 feet away. It's beautiful. <laughs> and it looks like Judah is almost Aww. on top of the situation. And in fact, I that is what's happening right now, is uh, Judah arrives at the situation and is really unsure what to do as he approaches Tirza, choking this werewolf. <laughs> go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I assume it's probably like Sid and Tirza kind of like scrabbling around on the just fucking road. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um... Do you have some sort of, like, pressure point thing you can do to fucking knock him out or something? Uh, let's see. A 12 doesn't hit. But a 19 absolutely does. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I need you to make a constitution saving throw as Judah just wades in and starts just trying to pummel. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but he will spend a key point to use a stunning strike and see if that Makes works. Uh, yeah. So constitution save. I now have a plus zero to that. Ooh, five. Oh, boy. Okay, so you take 12 bludgeoning damage, and you are stunned. So suddenly you feel the werewolf underneath your grip just go rigid. And uh, this is after, like, a, a two attempts, and Judah's like, I think that got it. Awesome. Ideal. This is the best situation to be in. I love it. Um, do you have, like... That will bring us to Cherish. <laughs> uh, I'm going to cast Fly on myself and uh, follow uh, Grawl. Okay. You can and I'm going to... Can I dash? Catch up with him. To get... Yeah, absolutely. Can I dash to get all the way? Uh, well, no. Your action was casting Fly, so... Oh, this is true. Uh, but okay. you can and I'll just catch up with Grawl. get up above, uh, above the crowd and, yeah, catch up with Grawl. Um, that will bring us to Wolfsid, who is stunned. Mm -hmm. That will bring me. us back to Tirza. Um, is he, like, in a f couple of seconds, is he gonna jump up and try to start biting us again? Yes. Do you have anything to, like, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I keep choking. Yeah, um, I am going to, actually, I'm going to say, uh, Sid, I need you to calm down, and I'm going to cast Command with the Grovel, uh, uh, effect. So Sid needs to make a Charisma saving throw? With wisdom. Okay. 
pretty sure. Let me just double check though. I'm gonna succeed a wisdom saving throw. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hey, that's pretty good. Uh, Eighteen. Oh, fucker. <laughs> All right. So the uh, the werewolf seems non-receptive to your commands. I'm like, God, not, he's not Sid, house come on. <laughs> I'm also paralyzed. Well, stunned. Not for, not for long. Uh, I am obviously still like holding on. But you're not necessarily continuing to choke. Uh, I can I while I am casting a spell. I guess not. No. Uh, that will bring us to Grawl and the rest of the party. Uh, how far away is? 120 feet. This 120 feet. Okay. Um, yeah, we're just gonna keep plugging along. Okay, you can cover about half yeah. that distance if you dash. Yeah. Arbidon, who has gotten a look at this, is now charging ahead of you a little ways. Etsko is keeping pace. That will bring us to Judah, who is going to try to punch this werewolf some more. Uh, That is, let's see, a 17 and a 26 should both do it. Nice. I need you to make another constitution saving throw. Sure thing. Just now, plus zero. That is 11. Okay. And make another one. Okay. Uh, Fifteen. Okay. Um, the yeah, both of them fail. Thankfully, um, Judah's wisdom is actually his highest stat, um, and he will paralyze you yet again. As Judah but is, you will punching. take sixteen bludgeoning damage. That does count as magical because he can punch ghosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, as as. Judah is punching Sid. Tears is like, so I'm Sid, I'm so sorry. We have to do this. Camera pans down to the per- the corpse on the <laughs> ground. Yeah. That will bring us to Cherish. I don't, I don't know that okay. guy. So we're 120 feet away, yeah? You are right now, yes. Okay. I am going to cast slow uh, on the vicinity of Sid. And I'm going to spend a sorcery point to make Tirza and uh, Judah automatically succeed. Okay. So, Sid needs to make some kind of saving throw? Uh, yes, he needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. I don't think stunned actually does anything to wisdom saves. I don't think so. Let me double check real quick, though. Stunned. Automatically fail strength and dex saving throws. So, yeah, mm. no. Uh, I got a dirty 20. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> god, this werewolf is doing so good. <laughs> and are you moving at all, Cherish? Um, yes, I'll move my six- I'll move my 60 feet. Okay. That will bring us to Wolfsit, who is stunned. Yep. And back to Tirza. Um... God, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to choke. Okay. Uh, give. Uh, actually, since he is stunned, he automatically fails uh, strength and dex checks. So I'm not even gonna make you uh, roll the attack roll on this one. Uh, okay. 
So another two constitution damage to Wolf Sid. Okay. Feeling weak, so weak. As this <laughs> tiny girl chokes this giant wolf. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great image. Unlimited power. Grawl, over to you. All right. Uh, you said we'd get halfway there last time. So mm-hmm. if I do the entire turn again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, uh, yep. Entire turn. Jesus. I'll get it right up on it. Okay. Um, Etsuko's right behind you. Arbidon gets there a little bit ahead of you and, like, lifts his great axe, like, unsure about whether he should attack and, like, <laughs> stares uh, at you, Tirza. No. I no. got it. I mean, yeah, like, she- all of my stuff is geared towards murder. Like, it's not like I'm gonna cast a spell, like, go to sleep. Yeah, that's this is all Arbidon's got, so he's not sure how to help with the situation. No, I mean, like, cut him yeah, in half. No, I, feel you. I feel you, man. <laughs> Right there with you. Uh, Judah will stare down at you, Tirza. Just like, are we, are, we, are we still... Yep, okay, punching. I mean, don't <laughs> kill him, obviously, but... Uh, let's see. The 9 doesn't do it, but the natural 20 absolutely is going to. Yeah, I say so. I should say so. All I'm hey, I have healing. I have healing powers. It'll be fine. <laughs> so you're going to be taking 15 points of bludgeoning damage. Would be okay. And I need you to make another constitution saving throw. Okay. Constitution. You have a negative one now? I do, so that's a five. Okay, you're stunned yet again. Yep. <laughs> Maybe we at should become I... werewolf hunters, guys. Yeah, we're kind of good at this. I'm just rolling very bad on my constitution saving throws. <laughs> That will bring us to Cherish, who can arrive um, on the scene, or at least above the scene. Yes, I would like to arrive above the scene, and if it look, I want to prepare another slow if Sid starts, I guess, wriggling again, like, because he lo- he's stunned, he's paralyzed, like, I can mm-hmm. see that, but if he starts like thrashing around i'm going to prepare casting slow again okay so you ready a slow yes. uh bring us to sid who is paralyzed that brings us to tirza uh third verse same as the first all right so two, gonna... more, two more points of constitution damage okay just go to sleep it's <laughs> bad <laughs> Good puppy! Good puppy, go to sleep! So Grawl, Etsuko, and Arbidon are now standing around this scene as well, like, unsure of how they can help. No one's gonna um, help. I mean, I could cast Mage Hand and rub his belly. Will that help? My leg just starts to no, do it anyway. <laughs> I mean, uh, is it... Like, I wanna make... Is there anyone else around? Uh... There isn't a ton of people. Like most people have are screaming and fleeing. There are a couple of rubberneckers though that are beginning to slow down as and watching the scene. I'll get them out of here. <laughs> All right. Uh, did I mean I'm gonna look at Tirza? You got this. You got this. Everyone, we good? I'm gonna go. Tirza has a werewolf and a headlock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine. We good? You got this. All right. See it. This is the it. honestly the best. 
possible way this could have turned out. Um, I guess. I'm gonna go and try and clear people off. Okay. How do you go about doing that? Uh, I am going to try it and, like, uh, uh, nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here. <laughs> so is this persuasion? Is this, uh... Yeah, it's gonna start off as, like, normal talk, but if they wanna, if, if they don't leave, I'm gonna try to intimidate them to Cause, leave. Because when you say nothing to see here, there's clearly a purple-cloaked girl choking out a werewolf. There is something to see here. There's a lot to see. <laughs> full of magic. Fine. Also, uh, you yeah. have a moth arm. <laughs> fine. I have it behind my back. It's fine. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to try and make everyone uh, like disperse by intimidating them. Okay. So, yeah. Everyone leave or you'll have to deal with me. And then I'll put like the moth hand out and like, like do the like fingers towards eyes kind of thing. <laughs> Arbidon yeah. will help you out by yeah. just like nodding yeah. meanly behind you. Right. <laughs> nice. Give you advantage on right. this roll. Okay, good, because that first roll sucked. Uh thirteen plus eight. <laughs> so <Ooh. 21. laughs> fuck out of here. Uh yeah. The people are just like Beginning to flee, and you definitely hear people saying, "The wildings broken into the city. We're all gonna die." Oh, uh, oh no! <laughs> I'm sure it's that's fine. Not, I mean, whatever. That's fine. for future us to deal with, <laughs> like that's... like most of our problems. <laughs> yeah, like... moth hand, werewolf, future us. Um, and let's see. <laughs> That will bring us to Etsuko, who is going to let's see, does this would this work on Sid? An unwill okay, uh Sid, I need you to make a charisma saving throw. Okay. Uh I assume I don't get my half elf bonus. Because I'm a werewolf now. So You're still a half elf. Uh I'm trying to remember what it The other half is werewolf. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I'm half and half. Um, that would be under features and traits. I haven't actually... You're talking about the half-elf thing? Yeah. It's for effects that are going to try to charm you or put you to sleep. Oh, okay. So if that's not what this is, no. then... Okay. This is something much sillier. Eleven! Okay, excellent. Um, Etsuko will cast Seeming on everybody... And as you are all looking around, you now look like a troop of street performers. Uh, and there is a juggling act and <laughs> a, a small uh, instrumentation off to the side. Do I look like I'm on a tightrope instead of flying? Uh, you're standing on like a, a balancing broom up in the air. Yeah. Really enough, nothing's changed about Grawl at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's just a sign above his head that says Freak Show. Um, <laughs> oh, no. no, 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 it works, it works. I know it's hot. Cool. Uh, the only thing that's changed about Arbidon is that he now has a curly Q mustache and a, a big twirling cane where his axe used to be. Um, and oh, scenario. Yeah, uh, the wrestling match between Tirza and the werewolf just look like a couple of like sword juggling dancer types. 
Oh, it's not like a lion. I'm not lion taming Sid. <laughs> it could be that, sure. <laughs> awesome. But yes, she is uh, attempting to make some cover for all of you. Uh, meanwhile, Judah is staring down at this and like, oh, should I keep punching? I, oh, and he'll Lord, just shout, I'm know. sorry, Sid, and he'll keep punching. Okay. Uh, 18 and a, let's see, that's a 25. Those will both hit. Yep. Okay. I need you to make some constitution saving throws. Okay, well, this will be for the first one. Hey, finally. Oh, wait, no. But I get a minus two. Uh, 15 uh, okay. for the first save. 15 makes it. Ooh, yes. But now the second one. Uh, 15 again. Okay, uh, yeah, the werewolf is beginning to struggle as, uh... <laughs> the monk does still punch you, though, for... Let's see, 16 plus 26 bludgeoning damage. Ow! Okay. I rolled max damage on both hit strikes. Which Damn, crazy. that's really good. Okay. This is gonna be close. You said, how, how, how much was it total? 26. 26. I think I might be unconscious at this point. Let me. Um, could be. Yep, I'm unconscious. Okay. So. <sighs> uh, yeah, and these were all non-lethal, just like bludgeoning attacks. He was attempting to knock you unconscious, not kill you. And so, as you're preparing to cast the slow spell, Cherish, you see the wolf beginning to struggle, but then go limp as the last blow rains down right on between his eyes. <sighs> and the illusion takes over now and it looks like a lion tamer successfully having cowed their beast. Yeah! <laughs> um, God, I just fucking pick him up. <laughs> like, yeah, we I, should probably like, I think we just go home. <laughs> well, mm, yeah, mm. I'm going to. No, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, uh, we could go back to the Hall of Wonders and see if Blizz has, like, chains. Do people chain werewolves up? That's what they do in I mean, books. Like, we need to subdue him until we can figure out. Until, I mean, tomorrow. But also, like, if we can figure out how to fix this tonight. Uh, Mike, do I know that the remove curse, that if that would work on a werewolf? I think that would require Tirza giving me either a nature or arcana roll to see if she would know if remove well, curse would work on a werewolf. <laughs> what about not a werewolf? I'm not good at either of those, though. <laughs> uh, oh, and I just rolled a natural one. So, you have no idea. Yeah, werewolf, that makes sense. They're wolf. With my arcana. <laughs> the only way to cure <laughs> werewolves is death, no. according to the Jarashir. Would my arcana roll from earlier? Would that have given me. Again, you know that? there are two distinct types of werewolves there are the cursed ones and okay. the natural ones. Mm -hmm. uh, extrapolate from cool. that what you will. Okay. There's, so I guess if there was some way that we could remove this curse, 
Cheers was just like, I guess I'm going to have to keep just wrestling Sid into submission every month for the next, until he dies. Listen, we live in a magical world. I'm sure somebody knows something. Let's call his dad. Right? Like, should we, should we contact Shadorin and ask her if, and like, ask her to have Lucidian come over here, even though he's not supposed to, because it's an emergency? I mean, probably. Your son, not son, kind of, like, he didn't, but he did. Werewolf killed your dog. I'm going to ask Shadorin to meet us at the Hall of Wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. Okay. So you speak aloud for Shadorin. Yes. Ask her to meet you at the Hall of Wonder and feel a little silly just speaking into the open air, but... It's magic. It's fine. You haul the limp, lupine body of Sid back to the Hall of Wonder. Yeah. Does seeming last? Seeming lasts for eight hours. Oh, oh shit. Oh, cool. <laughs> it's great. Okay. It's nice so, juggling the whole time. The Some performance role. roles are in order, I suppose. <laughs> the, the seeming does it for you. You seem oh, like nice. a, a perfectly fine traveling street performance uh, moving up towards the Hall of Wonder. Excellent. Perfect. Um, uh, yeah, I'm... I, I'm assuming that Sid is stable and not like... Can I Can I tell that? Uh, Sid is stable and unconscious, but uh, okay. not, yeah. Cool. No one was actively trying to kill him, so he's not making it, death okay. saves. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna, if he starts making noise, I'm gonna bonk him on the head, I guess. <laughs> okay. So this strange little caravan moves back up towards the Hall of Wonder. Uh, when you are approaching the door, you see that... There is Shadoran standing there, her arms primly behind her back, and as she sees this cavalcade of performers approach, she will tilt her head and look around as though she she knows there are people here she should be meeting, but she doesn't recognize any of them. Hey, Shadoran, it's us. It's Cherish. I'm up here on the broom. I'm not actually on a broom. It's an illusion. And Etsuko will say, oh, I'm sorry, and then she will drop no, the spell. No, it's okay. No, you're good, you're good. This was a good idea, and you are good for doing it. Yeah, thank, thank you. Oh, uh, we have a problem. And, <laughs> and yeah, so this, sort of like this traveling <laughs> group of performers suddenly fades, and there's this ragged, haggard adventuring party. Two of you are suspending a, uh, a unconscious werewolf between you, as uh, Tears and Arbidon have uh, carried this werewolf up five levels. Tears is just, like, the most sweaty right now. <laughs> and as you get close and reveal yourselves, Shadoran will say, Ah, I see. I should inform the master, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, probably a solid. You should head inside, and I am sure he will be with you shortly. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, can we have someone, like, go ahead I to was see literally if... About, I was literally about to say, um, Cherish? Oh, I'm still bleeding, though, huh? A little bit. 
God, do you want help with that? Yeah. I can come just fix you. Not, come over here. Get I'm over here. Not, I was going to say, like, yeah, Cherish, can Cherish go ahead and see, like, if there are people in the lobby still and just tell Blizz, like, hey, we're, you know, werewolf in here. There should probably be anybody in here. But uh, I don't want to be actively bleeding. As you yeah, go you up, uh, back into the... Yeah. The dock of the Hall of Wonder. Uh, you will see that the inside of this place has been. Uh, there are still clearly people on the island. I guess. Mm-hmm. As you are, do you fly back over there? Do you wait for the the gondola? I'm guessing fly is done. Yeah. And I don't have enough. I don't have enough. I don't have another spell slot. And I've that juice. E- exhausted basically all of my sorcery points. I um, mean, it's probably fine to take the gondola. Can all of us fit into it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Again, then we just might as well. As you all troop into the gondola, the gondola driver is staring at all of this and going... I'm just going to go ahead and bring you down to the back door then, shall I? Thank oh, you, that would be excellent. Yeah. Okay then. And Thank you so much. Yeah, you know for a fact that there is a, a portcullis that opens up on the bottom oh, of the that's island. True. That might be explicitly for this sort of situation. And when he says that I spit up a hand. <laughs> And as you are disembarking and begin trooping out into the uh, the the Riftkeeper Sanctum and unload your unconscious werewolf friend, I think it is there that we're going to take our break. And when you <sighs> return, you're going to have to figure out what to do with your new werewolf pal. Oh. Tirza was a vegetarian from the whole Beastlands thing, and now she's a super vegetarian. <laughs> she's a fucking vegan now. Yeah. Like, goddamn. <laughs> Greetings, my friends. I am Omatep Duskwalker, owner and proprietor of Duskwalker Import and Export TM, here today to talk to you about a very interesting item that might be useful to those of you dealing with foes of the shape-shifting variety. For a limited time, I have in my possession, and for sale, a permutation potion. This strange potion has limited use if consumed by yourself, but can be very, very useful if you can force an enemy to drink it. Once consumed, this potion forces the imbiber to revert to their original shape, whatever that may be. So yes, if you found yourself true polymorphed into a box turtle or something, you could drink this potion to return to your original form. But if you are dealing with shapeshifters, like doppelgangers, or even dragons, Forcing them to drink this potion will force them to revert to their original form. Though, in the case of dragons, that's not actually doing anything better. And, for a limited time only, you can get your very own permutation potion for the low, low price of 150 gold. Eh? You never know when it might come in handy. I've heard tell that it even works on people affected by, you know, curses and stuff that change their shape. No? Okay, well, maybe next time. Anyway, let's get you back to the action.
and welcome back to Material Components. When last we left our heroes, they had very narrowly avoided some sort of werewolf apocalypse here in Fair Aimsir by uh, stamping out the root of the problem, that being their <laughs> friend Sid Emberlight. Choking out the root of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> and they stopped the spread of any further werewolves. That was uh, some some key tactical decision-making on your part. Stopped the, uh, the lichen plague from spreading throughout the Elvish city. So, good job. And we left the bodies there. You did. Just... You did. You did do that. But well, we now... have someone coming who can fix that. That's fine. You find yourselves in the lower level of the Riftkeeper Sanctum, beneath the Halls of Wonder. There... You, your fellow threadless Judah, and the Rift Keepers are gathered around the unconscious werewolf body of Sid, unsure about what to do next. Do you have any immediate ideas for what to do with Werewolf Sid? Well, time up. Mm. Well, time up. I'm not big on the cage I thing mean, that with, I just suggested. So yeah, that was me on with rope. Me. I mean, we like. Should we just leave him there? Like, well, no. I mean, I was there. Just no bad ideas and, right now. And just if he woke up, just punch him, pop him in the face. I mean, okay. <laughs> and anyone else got any ideas, Judah? Uh, I all for the tying up idea. I think that I might be the best at this point. And, yeah, he would very quickly produce some rope. I was going to say, he'll probably be the best at doing that. Um, well, I mean, you're all fair. Yeah, Arbidon's pretty good at that as well. Um, so between enough of you, you could uh, figure out how to tie up a werewolf. Um, I'd call it hog tying, but it's more of a wolf tie. <laughs> Wereboar would have been a whole other problem. Oh, God. So much worse. So, as you are trussing up the werewolf, there is a disturbance above you on the balcony as several figures teleport in from the upper uh, layers of the Halls of Wonder. Several people. Great. <laughs> First and foremost, you see Blizz Fizzle Nozzle having abandoned his sunshining top hat, but still wearing his yellow frock coat and having his sunshine staff by his side, strides through the teleportation circle and starts coming down towards you all. Followed closely on his heels is your good, good friend, Canaeus, uh, who is glancing around like, oh, good, hey, what did I say? Came back. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him. You, <laughs> what is his deal? <laughs> His deal is we're going to leave him for dead in the middle of the wilding. <laughs> I don't think he's going to oh, go no. in the wilding. I think he's going to be yeah. good right here. <laughs> and then directly behind him is a figure you all recognize, and that is Lucidian Lydon. Striding forward in what looks like ceremonial battle dress of some kind. It is adorned leather armor that kind of swoops down off the shoulders in uh, riffled plates that come down just to his elbows. Uh, they connect with these bright green and gold gauntlets, and he's wearing a long sword at his hip. And 
circled around his shoulder is a little stupid looking pseudo dragon. Another one? What? And as you see Puck, the pseudo dragon, on this guy's shoulder with its weird outward facing eyes and its lolling tongue, you are struck and stricken by. Wait, what? Huh? Oh, thank God. <laughs> no, I'm so happy. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm I'm also very happy. Yeah, yeah, Sid Sid's got problems, but good Puck's okay. Yeah, two people died, you guys. <laughs> I wasn't there for it. Uh, I and yeah, I actually don't think Tears is just like legs sprawled, sitting like right in front of the hogtied Sid, just like head in hands, like fuck. Um. I don't know that I... Etsuko is fretting off to the side, sitting near the stacks of books. They seem to be calming her slightly. Judah is sitting near Sid with just a calming hand resting on his large, muscly wolf shoulder with an intent look of, like, he's either here to calm the wolf when it wakes up or punch it again. He's not quite sure which way it's going to go. Why not both? It, It could be both. A calming punch. Arbadon is over at the meeting table, just kind of bouncing a leg, great axe near at hand. But you see Blizz and Lucidian storming down the stairs, and as he's coming down, Blizz will say, What in the hell happened? Um, well, we... Long story short, Sid's a werewolf. And that will make Lucidian stop for a a half a step on the stairs. Oh, you you know that I'm not talking about you. He's just been told that his son is a werewolf. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I mean, I like accidental werewolf. I don't think he was like accidental werewolf band name. Oh, damn it. <laughs> and as Grawl, as you speak up, Blizz and Lucidian will look over you and Blizz will say, And what the hell happened to you? Yeah. I think Warlock same thing, patron. but he's also got some weird stuff going on. Yeah, I've got an idea. It's not good. Let's address the wolf in the room. Okay. Um. All right. Okay. Uh, he... He got. He got Sid two people. Got Cherish, I assume you took care of the other one. Yeah. Um, With some help from Grawl. Oh, good. That's pretty cool. Blizz will stride forward and come close to Sid and look him over, and he will begin cursing under his breath and he will ask Tirza and Judah to stand back. Uh, I mean, I'm sitting on the floor. I don't... I'm not gonna, like, get too far away. Sure. But, uh, as if you get even a little ways away, and Judah will glance at Blizz, but nod carefully and back away, and then 
Blizz will twirl his rod around a little bit and begin doing an incantation, and you see him casting a spell, and little bands of what look like earth begin assembling themselves out of the ground here and forming what looks like a a loose cage, like a lobster trap around the bound Sid. I'm not cool with that. Do you do anything about it, then? What's with the cage? He's a werewolf. We've got him tied up, it's fine. You think ropes are gonna hold him? I don't know, I've never <laughs> met a, like, a, like a werewolf like that before, so maybe. That's... no. Rope isn't gonna hold him unless it's made of silver. Anyone got any silver? No. Not in rope form. Well, I don't know. Uh, as soon as that is done, Tears will just kind of like move back over. She says she's probably just like like leaning up against Sid's fucking hogtied body, just like fuck. Can we do anything? Is he just like this now? And Lucidian has stopped at the edge of the, the practice ring where you sort of dumped him and is just staring down at this cage being constructed via magic around the werewolf. No. No one's gonna answer. Fine. Okay. Well, guess I'm just gonna have to choke Sid out. <laughs> doing a spell. Yeah. Uh, Etsuko is again fretting and like flipping pages in her book. She seems to be looking for answers in this big book of hers and not liking what she finds. Yeah. Yeah. When Blizz is done after a long stretched moment of silence, the cage is complete. It seems as though he's basically used material on hand via the floor to, like, thin the floor a little bit to make these cage bars. I mean, there's still plenty of floor, but it seems as though he's just using the material available to magically rearrange it to be a cage. Yeah, he claps his hands together, presses it to the floor, he's got his alchemist <laughs> gloves on. Yeah, just lightning and zaps up a cage. It's a Super little bit cool. that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, I'm assuming Lucidian is still like just in shock, probably, or whatever he's doing. He is standing there, and as the cage is finished, and Blizz kind of comes away and glances at him, Lucidian will finally blink and turn towards the three of you and ask what happened? I mean is he uh, like you have to be more specific like how did how he did it become happen? Okay. a werewolf? We on our way here we encountered the great hunt no is that what it was called? Great game is a different thing. The wild hunt yeah. is what was the happening. wild hunt. Yeah, we encountered the wild hunt and we were attacked. Um, but we 
didn't realize that getting bit meant this would happen. It was only Sid and Grawl, and... Uh, Grawl seems to be having his own issues, but at least he's not killing anyone. So... People died, then. I said that. Two people died. One was a werewolf that Cherish and Grawl dispatched, and one... Sid ate. And there's still lots of blood smeared all over Sid's hands and mouth. I can clean that up. I... There are resources. There, there are favors I can call in to. We can cure this. I should hope so. I mean, I'm assuming this isn't a thing that happens a lot, but there's got to be some sort of precedent. There is, but I've never... He'll turn to Blizz with a pleading look, and the gnome will nod his head and say, Yeah, yeah, I'll take care of it. And he'll start tromping upstairs. The little pseudo-dragon will fly off of Lucidian's shoulders and land near the cage. Too stupid think, to be afraid. <laughs> I think Cherish has also gone closer to the cage to press to digitate the blood. I have to be within ten feet, so. Okay, so you do that. Yeah. Right. Sort of papping the little pseudo dragon. Kind of like. I'm not gonna bring this up, but. <laughs> you you died. And Lucidian will say, I knew something had gone wrong when I lost my connection with Puck, but nothing like this. I suppose we can only be thankful that we caught it so soon that there aren't a pack of werewolves running around Fair Ames here now? It'd, it'd be more than a pack. <laughs> Corellan forbid. I'm... And he'll turn to you, Tirza, and he'll say, I, c I can't thank you enough for saving for stopping him uh Tirza is not looking at him she's looking at Sid and says he wouldn't want to hurt people of course I stopped him and he'll when you don't look at him he'll look over at Cherish and say he's 
lucky to have friends like you. Cherishes. Mm, do I want to say something mean? Um. No, not right now. <laughs> Roll for snide comment. <laughs> Roll for snide comment. I think Cherish. Can I? Mm, is he like? Can I like reach into the cage? Like, is it? Yeah. Okay. I think I'm kind of patting Sid's werewolf head and just kind of make like a non-committal like hmm. or vaguely affirmative grunt. You also don't look towards the city in there? No. Okay. Cold That's about blood. as mean as Cold I can right <laughs> He will turn again towards Grawl. Is there anything I can do to... I can... I could expend whatever resources need... I, I can ask anyone in the city to help me, but is there anything I can... I can do for... for any of you? Uh... At this point, actually, Tirza will will uh, look up and say, "Well, you, we should find the find out who the people he attacked were. We should let their families know, repay them in some way." Yes, yes, of course, it uh, it will be seen to. Um, there. <sighs> they, they will be taken care of. You should probably be prepared for rumors of... I don't know if I heard the, oh, the wilding has gotten in thing. Probably not, because I was probably busy, but you know, probably be prepared for rumors of you know an attack of some kind and I don't know how you want to deal with those, but people saw not who he was or anything, obviously, but I mean, they saw the rest of us, so but you've, my brother, uh, you have been keeping yourselves uh, mostly hidden from the city, yes, so there shouldn't be any way to connect the, your appearance and, and my son, right? Being himself hidden. It's I mean, a little harder for the rest of us. If, I mean, I'm pretty distinct looking, so if I go out, I mean, people are going to recognize, but Sid's been disguising himself, so should be okay. Right. And he will 
stand powerlessly to one side as the little pseudo-dragon, like, curls up near the edge of the cage and just lays down one leg, kind of sticking out and twitching slightly. You all sit in silence for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I... I mean, does he know what we're up to with the the black neutral and everything? Uh-huh. I don't yeah. think so. I don't think so. Probably not. Do we care? <laughs> I mean, at this point, it's like... I don't know. I feel bad. He's not a bad guy, but I feel so no. uncharitable towards but, but, him. <laughs> but, like, but, like, the other thing, too, is, like, this is, a, like... Cluing him in on this is, like, I, f- I feel like it's something that Sid would want to have say in, and he can't right now, and I feel bad about making that decision for him. Yeah. I'll be timed. As you sit around in awkward silence, uh, eventually Arbadon will stand up and say, well, if I don't need to chop his head off, I'm just gonna go upstairs if that's okay with everybody. That's probably yeah, fine. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's kidding, Cherish. No. Oh, yeah, oh no, God. Tirza did not, not like, that just went over Tirza's head that he was being serious, and she's like, uh, don't, like, shield Sid. <laughs> Yeah, and that will definitely get a rise out of Lucidian as well, but Arbidon seemingly unfazed by the father's reaction and will just shrug and go, Okay, well, I'm going upstairs. If anyone needs me, I'm going to be uh, getting a new high score on Wacka Goblin. <laughs> I love Arbidon so he much. <laughs> focused. He is determined. He will pursue he has, his dreams. He, he has his priorities in order. <laughs> Are they the correct order? Who knows? Yeah, well, yeah. For for a, a given relative. Yeah. Um. As you are sitting around, Kanaeus will finally come downstairs. He was kind of sitting at the railing this whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Etsuko has kind of retreated into the stacks of books, disappearing around a corner. Judah uh, d- excuses himself. He's going to uh, go clean himself up a little bit. His fists are covered in a little bit of werewolf blood. And he will pass Kanaeus on the stairs, and Judah clearly shoots him a really dirty look. Yeah, oh, good, yeah. Throne Shade. Mr. Sunpong. But Kanaeus will come down close to the cage and sort of stand over Sid, his arms crossed. He seems to have a, a contemplative half-smirk on his face. Parrish is, like, still there, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so is Tirza. Kind of staring daggers a little bit. He seems unfazed. 
that's you know what good for him (laughs) (laughs) this pleasing party god no I'm still with a this is very party honestly (laughs) and he will say hmm clearly I think the kid chose wrong What do you mean? Yeah, no. You extrapolate that a little bit. Well, it's a it's a werewolf thing. When you get the curse, you can either fight the curse or you can kind of roll with it. You know, ride that puppy out. <laughs> I think he chose wrong. Did did you know this was going to happen? No. Generally, the dogs that roll around with the master of the hunt don't like uh, transferring their blessings. This is a new one. Okay, but so you knew it was a possibility. Sure, but it's also a possibility for a dragon to come crashing through the ceiling right now and kill us all. That doesn't mean I go around worrying okay, about it all but day long. Context is important to most situations. Sure. He, you yeah, don't he think wasn't, he wasn't there for that like fight, right? But no? we told him about it. Mm-hmm. Did we tell her. You don't think the Lord of the Hunt did this on purpose for some reason, do you? Ordered them to do this? I thought he liked me. He the fuck? left you alone. <laughs> I think Anyone who knows me knows attacking my friends is worse than attacking me. That's silly. Anyway, whatever. He'll turn towards you seriously, Tirza, and say, I think if the master of the hunt was actually trying to hunt y'all, none of you would have walked away. I think he did like you. I think he sent you here with some way of getting out of this mess. But he did it like an archfey, sideways. And he'll stare down at Sid and look back over to you and he'll say what does the wilding do? It amplifies. It grows. Transforms. It releases potential. Makes him primal and wild. And he'll stare down at Sid stare back at you. So if he's already like that it won't do anything. And Canaeus will shrug and say, maybe. I think the Master of the Wild Hunt was trying to help you out after all, Tirza, just kind of in a roundabout way. (laughs) 
That's arch faithful. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Good. You know, listen, I know that I'm not a whole fan of my whole general heritage, but that makes sense why they don't make deals with, with quote unquote, my kind. Too chaotic. Too chaotic. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's a distinct oh, possibility. <sighs> so. Thank you. That's oddly comforting. <laughs> Despite the murder and mayhem that <laughs> it's caused. It doesn't change anything, though. This is not... <laughs> if anything, this is our absolute last resort. If any... If that... I mean, yeah, obviously we can't because... go out into the wilding with him like this. I... But even if we could control this affliction, even if we were all like this, but accepted it, it's still I mean, too much of a chance. I don't think I can be like that. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what's going on with you. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Weird shit. And Kanaeus will seemingly notice for the first time your weird bug arm. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's new. Groovy. Yeah, not not a huge fan of it. That's nah, a uh, nice asymmetry now. Very distinct. Yeah. It'll probably go away that. tomorrow morning. Really? Maybe. Yeah, Who you knows? think it's gonna go away? <laughs> I don't think it's going to go away. I don't know. What happened? I was beautiful. Anyways. Has Sid made any movement or anything this whole time? Sid, give me a constitution saving throw. Uh, uh, all of the con damage is gone, by the way. Okay. So it's now. Uh, 13? Okay. Uh... There is some wolfy snores. He's not unconscious anymore, now he's just asleep. Does he let out one Aww. of those farts that scares him a little bit, and he immediately goes back to sleep? I just look at my butt really quickly, like, what the hell is that? Okay. <laughs> oh my god, my dog does that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so now there's just this gentle rising and falling of werewolf breath. I'm still scratching him behind the ears. He's still really cute. Yeah, I'm still like leaned up against him. I'm not gonna fall asleep here because that would be super dangerous. But <laughs> so I'm guessing that that no dreamlands tonight, probably for us. Yeah, no, probably not. He's dreaming about chasing antelopes, probably. Probably, Probably not antelopes. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck he was eating. Beastlands. People. Oh. That, I don't know. Oh, a reindeer. Like yeah. me. <laughs> I think they were caribou. Same oh, you're thing. right. They were caribou. Great. Good. Good, good, good. As Canaeus was giving his little sidebar, <laughs> Lucidian was definitely getting like a, a startled look on his face. Is he gonna punch Canaeus? That would be fun. <laughs> no, he just seems very 
torn by the information being presented here. Probably doesn't help that we're being so, like, uh, um, calculating in the moment of, like, well, we can't, like, let him be a werewolf and, like, use this, can we? Probably doesn't help. <laughs> Could be, though. Well, I'm unconscious, so. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to comment on that, on that. But at the very end of it, Canaeus will just shrug and say, just saying, it's an option. Seems as though we didn't have very many of those until right now. It's true. That's true. Not saying we all have to become werewolves, but something along those lines might be useful. I did wonder if if finding multiple avenues for surviving the wilding might be the better recourse, as opposed to putting all of our eggs in one basket, as it were. But we've not had any leads on anything else, so. They'll glance over at Sid and say, I think we got a pretty decent lead here. Just one satyr's opinion, though. What do I know? I mean, I, I can't become a werewolf. What do you know? Or, if, I mean, it's it would be hard for me to become a werewolf, I assume. Because, like, Cherish, what do you, do you know? Loud? Yeah. Oh, he won't tell you. No, I mean, and I think Cherish is like, it's kind of like a rhetorical question. And he'll say, bit of this, bit of that. But not nothing to share. What do you want to know? I was born on a Tuesday. We don't have Tuesdays here. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You don't have Tuesdays here. But I was born on a Tuesday. I... What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I... I apologize for earlier uh, being... Less than pleasant, but we are obviously flying blind here, and when people who clearly know more than they let on uh, don't let on, it's hard to not see that as deliberate misleading. We've had a lot of that recently. I've had a lot of that recently. Understand? Just hope you know that that's not where everyone's coming from. Not deliberate, anyway. Some folk in the valley just, uh, work by a certain set of rules. Those rules are stupid! No, um, I don't say right. that. Yeah, it's like one of those things, it's like, 
but we don't know what the rules are. We can't play by the rules. We don't know the rules. And this is where Mike goes, oh, yeah, no, I told you the rules like six episodes ago. Like, oh, okay, God <laughs> fucking damn it. It's not that we don't want to tell you what's going on. It's that we can only speak in a certain way. That's frustrating. Dude, you tell me. <laughs> Whether you're a wizard trapped in a tower, a vampire trapped out in the sunny desert, or a goat man walking around in the woods, we all got problems. Okay, but fuck the Wait, mayor of Blue Gold. Three, <laughs> three out of four of the people I'm frustrated with right now. This is gonna be a goddamn... Is this the goddamn Dresden file? Not Dresden Files thing, but the Faye thing where they can't say anything deliberately that will help us? That's a very good question, Garbage. Reed. Yep. If only you could adjudicate that somehow yep, in game. I'm going to. I'm just going to figure <laughs> out how the hell Grawl would know something like that. That's the right questions. Yeah. Um, wait, so, okay. So, rule-wise, what are the rules? Depends who's moving the pieces. Okay. Rules so. might be for me one way, and for your good friend Pyre Scale might be another way. Right. Uh, he is not my friend. I hate him. I mean, yeah, no. I get, <laughs> That's I get what not what saying. your aura says, but okay. My... Oh my Excuse god. Excuse me? Get fucked, Jerish. <laughs> He's a dumbass. Mm-hmm. And the worst, and I hate him. Yep. What do you mean, my aura? What the fuck? What kind of hippy dippy bullshit is that? <laughs> I just calls it like I sees it, kid. You got a real draconic vibe about you. I mean, I like other dragons. I hate Darren Dunn, too. Sure. Why? Why would you hate word. Darren Dunn? I don't Just because he's him. your maybe stepdad. That's not <laughs> fair. And he's Lucidian not... will say, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, you I, must have missed um, that one. Uh, oh, God. Do you want the full God. rundown of all the stuff? Like all Yeah, of the like, stuff right? Should time. we just word vomit on you? And he will finally move to the meeting table and just sit down and his hands will go into his face and he'll say if it will help pass the time maybe that would be for the best I guess who wants to go first should I go first since I'm already talking I mean and here is my question to you of your story what do you tell Lucidian Lyodon just cliff notes it. Oh, you should absolutely include I mean, like, how I you got the, wanna... the material plane. Oh, yeah. No. Um, I do kind of think I want to, like, fucking... I don't know. I think what Cherish literally says is 
My father's the Archduke of Cania, and I have a letter from my mother that, according to Darren Dunn, is written in his wife's handwriting. And Lucidian will glance up, just not staring at anybody, just glance forward, let out a sigh, and say, Yeah, that tracks. Because, of course, you're sure. My son's a werewolf. There's the daughter of an archdevil. There's a no, Jarashir sitting all... right over there. and He was he's only been a werewolf for like a week, if that. Sure, but uh, I'm just saying uh, there's a bug man over here. and I mean, I, hi, Rawl. Um, yeah. Not bu bug things new, kind of. And... <laughs> See? <laughs> Next you'll, a total lie. next you'll tell me the my father is alive again and now he plans on ruling the city as an archduke of the undead. That that'll top off the day. Maybe. I mean, is there any that other sort of thing happens? We live in a world of magic. No, right. but if my is father decided to come back as a lich right now, I think that will just be the the, the cherry on the top of this shit Sunday we're dealing with right now. Was he a um, wizard? Is this a possibility? Are you? Are we actually? Is this something we should be worrying about? On top of everything else. Oh, don't don't forget that we're in a dome surrounded by the wilding, and the world is coming to a dance. Right, that too. That yeah, that's right. Oh, and that there's a there's a mystical cult out there who's trying to potentially usher in that end of the world and rip open the very fabric of reality. That oh, too. Oh, that oh and too. don't forget the best part about all of it. The best part about so sorry you're not here for this list, man. <laughs> yeah, no, go back. This is great it. because Sid is the one who tells all of the stories about what what everybody does, and now the one time where he can't do it, it's his father. It's perfect, <laughs> and I'm it's loving so every minute of it. <laughs> and I love it. I love icing, it. The icing on the cake is the fact that all of these problems have been. Uh, let's see here. They were. Uh, they sent children to go solve the problem. They said, You're what? not a children. I'm protecting He's talking about us. Yeah. They sent a bunch of teenagers to go solve the problem. And like, not like an army, like <laughs> 12 or whatever. And Lucidian will just shake his head and stare at you, growl, and say... I give a bug thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. The world's coming to an end. Fuck it, right? No, 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 no. Well, no. no. Well, yeah, absolutely no. not. We're yeah, no. <laughs> we seem a little. We seem a little. Things are a little dire tonight because of obviously. And oh, don't tears are just like gestures Speaking to the wolf. <laughs> We're just don't a little tired that. right now. It's not like we've given up. We're having a bad Tuesday. Was it that Canaeus said that? I don't Tuesday. know what a Tuesday is. We're having one of those. Are and we just having a bad day? Can the past say, mo few months. That's more of a Thursday. Uh, Thursday. All right. Uh, How many days do you have? A few. All right, then. Cool. And... Um, sorry, quick mm -hmm. side note, point of fact. Are, are, are the days in our 10-day week called anything? Nope. So how do we know when it resets? 
I mean, I guess the days are just numbered. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, first day, yeah. second day. I assume. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I can do that. It's very straightforward, in fact. Because mm-hmm. it's three weeks, of. quote unquote, weeks per month, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Three ten days. Anyways, so yes, we're dealing with a lot. <laughs> oh, uh, the Jarashir might be interplanar, uh, ancient, I don't know, beings, maybe? I don't know. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> this is uh, nonsense. My, oh, girl, I, is, I should have uh, told you about other, that. I think, what? Sorry, what? <laughs> uh, there's some, oh, I found this book about the Living Gate, and yep, yeah, for sure, the Jarashir are, are part of it. I, I just, I need to tell you because I've been... I've been really mean about you keeping secrets, and I'm sorry. Right. I just yeah. No, it's fine. I mean, you know, balance the scale. It's cool. It's all right. I have a bug arm now. Did you see that? Yes, I yeah. saw your bug arm. Yeah. Is that okay? Are you doing all right? No, really not doing great. Anyways, let's try to figure out the the, the wolf problem, and then we'll tackle the just like one arm problem. Okay. I say as I got like the little bristly hairs coming out of my face. Mm-hmm. It was not good. And looking around at all of you, Lucidian is just going to start to laugh. <laughs> Fuck you. No, no, he's, yeah, no, it's hilarious. And eventually he's just going, like, you give him an exasperated look. And he's going to try to calm himself down and say, I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's just... <laughs> Why wouldn't all of this be happening right now? Of course. There is no reason for the world not to be ending. Just all of it happening at once. What are the odds? Well, the 12th Augur occurred two years ago, so... Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> and tears that will, like, actually laugh at that. <laughs> sure. Right. Jarshir, we're right about one thing. I mean, it's not, it has nothing to do with odds. It's all deliberate. Yeah. At least most of it is. This cult has been... that has been opening or at least preventing the closure of these rifts, has been ramping up for the last five years at least. What is this cult you keep talking about? It's got uh, three fingers. Okay. Not like um, that, though. It's more of a clawed... It's more of like a draconic clawed... It's the I cult of Dahaka. They've is been what they call themselves. According to presumably Ozzy Dahaka himself, this cult has been <laughs> bastardizing his uh, image and name. For and also potentially Pyrescale's image. Oh, I didn't forget. Also potentially Pyrescale's crest. Or maybe okay. the other way around. Just, maybe he's involved. We just don't know. It just. If a zeep, if it's a zebra, or if you hear, if you hear hooves in the center green, 
It's probably a horse! <laughs> yeah. Where's can, where did Canaeus go? Still here? He's still standing nearby. <laughs> cool. All right. If anything, he um, has moved over to like the cooking area and has begun uh, brewing some tea. Awesome. Yeah, they're they're attempting to. We don't know interfere with the rifts that have been popping up, and that's pretty much all we know about that. Because <laughs> that's what we were told to go fix. And I'm assuming it was the old mage that told you to do all of this. She, at, to her credit, she asked us. It was not an order so much as a request. Uh, sure, yeah, it's always just a request. It's always just... Yeah. I mean, but like, but how if... do you turn down? Oh yeah, the world's going to end if you don't, so yeah. please we're, go do this. We're one of the assholes who live here, so... Yeah. <laughs> right. That's part of why I find this so funny. So I did, I'm assuming the same thing happened to you and the old team. <laughs> it From right out underneath me. I didn't know what was happening at the time, but that's exactly what fucking happened. I didn't learn about all the rift-keeping stuff until after I got this job, of course, but... It was right there in front of me, the whole time. So... Okay, so none of the old guard knew. Except for... Her, obviously. Except mm -hmm. for Angela, apparently. Yeah. I, I do say that out loud. If... Wait. You... How do you know... What do you know? Oh! <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, Teehee! Um, what do you mean, that's nobody the, else? That's seems so, like, mundane compared to everything else that it just, like, right over my head. Forgot to mm. say it. Yeah! Um, wow. <laughs> Heavy coinkydink. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> how to put this? Buckle up. So you know how Sid's your son, right? <laughs> I'm aware of that fact, yes. Um, so Kalkin raised me. Netta is Oh, and, and Angela and Kalkin uh, got you out of hell. Right, sure. Netta <laughs> is her mentor. Uh, and Grawl is the son of the warlord from God, the Hobgoblin. Who they, fu mm. who they fucking murdered. <laughs> We're speculating on that one, but he has a connection. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm leaving there. I... Air. Air, certainly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Air yeah. apparent. You kind of fired More me. or less. Kind of. They sort of left him job. in the desert to die. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. No ill will. <laughs> he has a sword now. He figured it out. It's great. Everything's yes super. No. Yeah, it's weirdly, like, 
It's very plot heavy. Are all of us just simultaneously having a panic attack? We're all we're, we're all trying to get our story straight. We're like we're all right. pointing at like, each other, like, but th this thing. What happened do you know? Because I know here. this. Do you know that? This makes for good audio. And Lucidian is just staring at all of you with a look of shocked. At first, it's panic. And then it just like slowly his smile comes back and he's like, Yes, of course. That's yeah. You're yeah, you're Calcan's daughter and you're the 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 next warlord of Bone, and of course, why wouldn't the only other Jarashir I've ever met be raised by the woman who fucking hated my guts? Of course that would be exactly what happened. Ah <sighs> okay. Well wow. Yeah, you know, I haven't really because of everything else is so is so like high stakes. Never occurred to me how wacky that all is, huh? Yeah, no, it's super weird. <laughs> oh, it occurred to me. I try not to think about it. You and you all just happen to find my Oh no, son. that's well, the okay. whole other thing. <laughs> so a so, okay, witch. <laughs> well, hold on, because before that, right, because Kalkin and Nata sort of kept in contact, we met when we were kids at one right. time. <laughs> it was great. It's it's Kalkin, the first time I've had a friend. <laughs> Kalkin and I found Grawl's half-dead body in the desert on the way home once, and we nursed him back to health. Right. Um, apparently, Kalkin did try to find Sid after Angela died. That didn't pan out, unfortunately. Um, mm. But... Then, fast forward a few years, we're all in Stormhaven. Get this. Funny story. <laughs> and do you tell Just, him all about yeah. the Skane Witch stuff? Yes. Not once, but multiple but times. Five whole times. What this comes down to is you learn that he knew about the, the Skane Witch stuff. He just didn't know the individuals involved. Like, he heard about the Threadless and the stuff that was happening during the Maker Festival, but he had no idea that it was his son and the people related to the people he knew. And Judah was there. Is Judah still here? Uh, Judah uh, comes back eventually after having cleaned his knuckles of blood and is sitting kind of in silent meditation off to the side. Uh, and he will chime in during this part and say, Ah, yes, the trial's... Um, your son did a great many things to help secure our safety and lives during those trials. Yeah, I don't think we go into the actual maybe details of the trials, especially maybe not the first one. Yeah, if he wants to know, <laughs> well, we can just cherish. You were really the only one there for that half of the first trial. Yeah. Yep. I'll just... just know that something bad happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Apparently, something bad happened to everybody in the first trial. Yeah. Yeah. But when you get to the end of this story, Lucidian is just staring in wonder at the three of you, and he keeps giving glances over to the unconscious form of his werewolf son. Puppy. I'm sorry, that's just such a good sentence. <laughs> Yeah, like cherish and tears. Like, yeah, just like patting him every so often. Does sleepy dog's legs start going just a little bit? It's like a little <laughs> bit thumping at the cage. <laughs> oh god, 
We're such a mess. <laughs> such a mess. I've got all, all of my shit together. It's all <laughs> right here. Honestly, of all of us? <laughs> oh, Lord. But specifically, he will look to you, eventually, Grawl, mm -hmm. and say, uh, I'm assuming no hard feelings about the whole warlord thing, right? I mean, the team cost me my birthright and a whole bunch of other things. I'm not super sour about it. I'm a little, like a little bit. But think, right now Grawl, I have a bug arm. But, but you'd be like the servant of Maglubiet and all not possessed and... Not necessarily. I could have probably no. I would have an I'd... army. But probably. It could be really nice. Maybe if he did, I didn't piss you him off. You technically have an army. <laughs> and Tears are just like gestures to the three of us. <laughs> right. Yes. You've done some very cool things, and you guys would make fine additions to my future army that I will eventually have. But right oh, now. Oh, please. Grawl, yeah. you're going to make a fine addition to my future court. Cherish says with the utmost sarcasm. <laughs> That's fine. High five. Tears just no. like doesn't look at Cherish when she says that. Anyways, <sighs> yeah. Uh yeah, no, I'm not super super bitter about it. Little little myth. Little myth. Nothing I can do about it. And well, I'm gonna get it anyways. Right. I I just wanted <laughs> to I guess. I am sorry for what it might have cost you then. At the time, I was... Well, I was trying to make a pretty girl like me, and it seemed like killing a hobgoblin warlord was the best way to do that. Right, yeah, that's 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 a cool thing, I guess. World are we living Why in? Why are men like this? I why, just... are, why are elves like this? <laughs> Why is he like this? Freaking Jet's Why trying to you? do the same shit. Going off and killing stuff. I mean, he's a big, strong boy. He's good at it. But it doesn't impress... That don't impress me much. Sing it, Shania. Um... Right. So, I mean, yes, I get mad about it sometimes. I'm not coming after you. Ooh. I wasn't. Thank you. It's fine. I've done stupid things to impress girls before. <laughs> a lot. A lot. I haven't murdered anyone yet. Fine. Well, if it time. if it helps, I didn't end up actually killing the warlord myself. So. Oh no, Calcum did that. It's right. Um, In front of his kids. So. <laughs> I didn't know we had kids. That's wow. Yeah. Kalkin, hardcore. I mean, you know. I think she was raging red. at the time. Yeah. Oh. Been on the end of that. Yes, same. I love Kalkin. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> when the the when the wind blows Kalkin word, it is a hot wind indeed. It is a scary wind. Yep. Yes. Uh, 
You're only saying that because you stole from her and she was mad at you about it. <laughs> I borrowed without permission on accident. And it was returned. I know others would disagree with me. <clears throat> sure. <laughs> and I stopped her okay. from caving your head in. I You're know. welcome. <laughs> I appreciate you so much. You saved my life two times. <laughs> so Kalkin is... She's doing well then. Yeah. Okay. Yes, she's fine. That's that's good. Um, uh, Blue Gulch, then, where she ended up. Mm-hmm. Finally got that uh, forge of hers, right? Yeah, we went to the Maker Festival every year, as long as I can remember, with her stuff. Yes, that's... Uh, she'd always said that was... The first thing she made, or properly made, there were some mistakes along the way, though. And he'll glance towards the sword that you're still wearing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Stormpiercer, how you doing? What's up? Are you good? No, I am not good! Sid is a werewolf! Oh, okay, just that then. <laughs> um, what do you mean, just that? that? Look! Look, we're at equilibrium right now. <laughs> We've all for moved past it, Stormpiercer. <laughs> okay, but can we just think about it for a second? You are all talking about things that have happened in the past, and Sid is still a werewolf. Right, but... Okay, but technically werewolf that's also in the past. Think about that. Just think about that. Oh my, I have not considered. Right. Yeah, I just... It's kind of well, cool. We need to find a much larger jaunty hat for him to wear. We're um, fixing all of this... It's fine. Oh yeah, and that's right. Alexander's around here somewhere. That's oh, another God. egg. And that's that. another thing we fucked up. Just Bask. add it to the list. <laughs> yeah. On Honestly. Accident, though, like it's all on the Oh god damn it. Um so yeah. And again, Lucidian's just staring down at the sword when it speaks. It's just like that is very, very creepy. Alright, so what's the deal with Do the sword? Do you know where the spirit came from? I, I, I don't. Not, not really. Uh, Angela. She honestly, she refused to talk about it when I brought it up, and the only reason I ever heard that voice was, well, we were in close proximity in the evening. Am I close enough to give him an elbow? Right. <laughs> of yes. course. Yes, cool. <laughs> right? I know what you're talking about. Right, and... Do uh, you? I think I'm the only one who knows, really knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about, and I'm bluffing. Okay, good. But he'll say... And there were times, every once in a while, where I would awake and hear her speaking to she called it Storin hmm. that is what I know about anything specific or I guess it doesn't matter but 
nothing nothing I could make sense of at the time. And he'll kind of rake his memory. Always talking about strange places I've never heard of and Do you remember any of those places? Like really scrunch up his face and Ulthar uh, something about a black pyramid uh, a what? <laughs> a black pyramid? I believe so, maybe. I mean I've I've been to one one time. So something extra planar. And, yeah. Uh, something about gates, maybe. What kind of gate? Living gates, maybe? Perhaps a not dead gate? <laughs> I don't know about that, but she would always was talk about breaching deep gates, sleeping gates, something like that. I, w I wonder if that's how she knew how to close rifts, you know, the way that Sid does. This is to cherish and grawl, obviously. Maybe. But whenever I asked her about it, she she would always just smile and tell me not to worry my pretty little head about it. Good for her. Um... And I was definitely a sucker for being called pretty. <laughs> that surprise me. Um... I feel that. And Stormpiercer will say, I don't know anything about that. It's strange. I, I guess I, I never asked Kalkin about the sword while we were down there. I mean, she hasn't made anything like this since. I mean, she's an excellent blacksmith. I mean, like... Ugh. And Lucidian will say, well, no, she couldn't have. I, I mean, I... Not to brag, but I helped with that. The material that went into making that sword, well, it was one of a kind. What's in it? It's, you know, that metal that isn't the one that's legally copyrighted that I can never remember. It's a mixture. There's adamantine, of course. Mm -hmm. Adamantine. Makes it nearly unbreakable, but there's also a well, let's just say there's a reason my family didn't mind me leaving town when I did. Uh, a bit of family jewelry went into the creation of that sword. What kind of family jewelry? Oh, it was this. It's called a dream pendant. It was worn by... Uh, it barely matters. I think it was made of mithril, though. I mean, I'm curious about what it is. Old I like the story. Family heirloom. It's said to be mithril imbued with the 
fanciful power of dreams. Whoever used the metal, the pendant, would be able to have whatever they wanted their dreams become reality. A mm-hmm. load of nonsense. You can't eat it, <laughs> I'm not trying to eat it. I'm after something else. <laughs> any idea? where? How, like, how long has it been in your family? Well, it's not anymore. <laughs> how long was it in your family? I could not tell you. It, uh... As long as anyone can remember. Do you know where it came from? Long before the valley, I couldn't tell you exactly. It's not exactly my... It was just a necklace, and it was made of some very rare metal, and I figured, why not make Angela a sword to make her dreams come true? I mean, that is... That's the wonderfully beautiful. I don't say this out loud, but that's the gayest thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. <laughs> Jesus. Does anyone else in your house know anything about it? I I love history. Oh, I I'm sure Oren knows something. He knows something about everything. But Thanks. and if you if anyone groans at that line, he'll just palms up, say, "Hey, it worked." I'm. I mean, I was about to be like, "Hey, we were all stupid kids at one point," but uh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm 16. <laughs> yeah, but you also look like what? Like you're what? 20 now? 20, 25. Yeah, 24, 25. <laughs> oh, okay, still the same height. And of course, tall. I say I little. Yeah, I'm tall enough that the cloak does not drag on the ground anymore. <laughs> yeah. Cherish definitely had some stupid ideas about forging an engagement ring. So, <laughs> no, just kidding. Air, That's though. the gayest thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Tirza doesn't scoff at that. If anything, she's very quiet. <laughs> and when Lucidian says that line, Stormpierce will let out a aww. Stormpiercer, you're a traitor. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if that hadn't been made, you wouldn't have been made, so. (laughs) Fair point. Yeah. At this point, Sid just like, yeah, I wish I was dead. (laughs) (laughs) You should have really choked me. Um, So. I have a bunch of stuff I want to ask him, but it's not going to go well, so I'm not going to. No, I ask. No, this is a perfect it's not time. Good. It's really not good. It's so Ooh. good. We're in a. We're in. You're in a safe space. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you listened to the episode where I talked to the to the cop Bayun at all. No, I. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're in a safe space. I'm not if Lucidian raises his fist I'm, against you, I will kill him. I am in his city. I'm looking I'm for in, an excuse. The whole thing is his. his. <laughs> the big house. Big house. I got nowhere to run. I'm trapped in here. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. Mott might let me leave. I mean, technically, we know about that, so we could just bring it up. <laughs> right. Okay. Just gonna ask you a quick question. Real quick. 
It's yes or no. What do you know about the cop, Ayun? Yes. This, this is a little left field. Just yes or no? Yes? Yes. You know something? Okay, cool. Great. Awesome. Next question. I didn't phrase that properly before. Um, what do you know about the cop? <laughs> Try this again. <laughs> I've been drinking. Leave me alone. Cotbayoon's uh, an archfey. He, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well, he and my family have history. What kind of history? Apparently, one of my great great grandsisters uh, stole something from him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You, do you know what it is? At all this. Oh, how does the story go? Um, is this something we tell? Well, I've never told this story to Angie because honestly, I always thought it was stupid. I swear, if this isn't one of Sid's storytale books, I'm going to be pissed. Apparently, one of House Adon, that's what the family was called before we came to the valley, mm -hmm. uh, had dealings with the Kotbayun. And apparently stole something valuable from him. Stole his his ability to dream. And you know, as I'm saying that now, yeah, you know, like, right? Why right? I was asking you about the, the necklace. The pause and blank <laughs> look, and tears that was just like doubled over. Like, of course, I'm now very. <laughs> hmm, why? That's very interesting that you'd bring that up now, and right, right after you've told me about the locket mm -hmm. thing. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Huh, yeah, I'd no. never really put those. Together. Wow, so Grawl, bummer. Bummer yeah, for you, Yeah, that sucks. Huh? That really Slum sucks Piercer, for you. I'm sorry, but you have to go. I'm no. selling you. See, it's a werewolf. He's never coming back from this. I can't do anything <laughs> about it. Not... You're, gonna be in You're great not hands. giving Stormpiercer to the cop, Bayoon. Well, I'm gifting. Do not let that hobgoblin touch me. I will not. Of course, Grawl. I will set him on fire, I swear, to the wards protecting this valley. His sword isn't oh. nearly as nice as me. No, it's not. No, no, you're you're beautiful. Mean. Look at that delicate work on your on your pommel. That's gold filigree laid into the handle. <laughs> <laughs> wow, He's that just is stupid Final Fantasy Buster sword over there. That's nothing. That's really unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it fucking is. <laughs> Posing, posing character to how crawl responds. Why, why are you asking suddenly about the the cop Bayoon? Uh, Grawl puts his face just like face straight down onto the table. <laughs> it had to be a sword. Um, I made a deal with it. Uh, I was he was a, a gorilla. I was a gorilla. Time. I didn't. We didn't have... know what else to do. <laughs> yeah, so I told him a story, and he turned me back as long as I said I would do it a favor. Now the favor was to 
Uh, it was about the thing that House Adon took from the Cot de Yun, and now it's his sword, and that's Sid's. Well, obviously, sword. you're not going to do it. You can't. Yeah, we'll just have to do. take on the Cot de Yun. Right. Not a bad option. But that's one of. Well, there's three options. But two of them are kind of non-starters, though, aren't the they? Two of them, if you do well, okay, them, so will kill okay. you. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Here, here, here are the options. Okay. Let's make here sure we're all he goes. He's doing. He's options. saying it anyway. Okay. <laughs> we give the sword. We just give the sword. He's a werewolf. We can't do anything about it. That's non-starter. He'll be a person okay. in the morning. And we're fixing it. So nope, not that one. Okay. I don't do anything about it. And we see how that goes, and I'm a gorilla again. Or maybe I just explode, or I think he likes to eat. Yeah, at that point, we, we murder the cop And okay. everything's fine. He's an archfey. Okay. And what's the third option that you're, you're considering... Well, I mean, I'm not considering. I, I would definitely. It's not on the table. It's so far off the table. Like it's that it's outside. in a different house right now. In fact, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm supposed to uh, take care of someone. Lucidian is just staring at you like he has no is, idea what you're saying. This is like what it's like. This is what it's like this for is us normal all the time. Yeah, like the honestly, way. all the time, uh, all the time. <laughs> what we can't get a damn thing out of him. Ask you to do. Are now, now wait, wait, wait. First of all, before you say that, girl, you have to understand, Lucidian, that he's not going to do this. This, this is, is merely the terms of his contract with the Cot Bayoun. What? And obviously. Did the Cot Bayoun ask you to do? I have to remove, kill, whatever you want to, however you want to phrase it. Um, the second. I don't remember. This is before Reed started taking notes. Second. Yeah, second, second born. The second oh, born. Yeah. Uh, of House Adon. Which is one of two people. Yep. This Archfey asked you to kill my daughter. Of course. Sure. No, it wasn't... My dad didn't come back as a lich. No, it was... A warlock showed up to kill my right. daughter. Right? Yeah. Yep. Right. I mean... I'm Again, obviously he's not... He's not, not going to. I'm here. But that's... That's how all the stories go, right? Oh, yeah. No, it's, just add it to the pile. Everyone tries to outfox the Archfey, and then something they do along the way always ends up doing the thing they want you to do. That's just how it works. I... Hmm. Alright, but theoretically, can you kill an Archfey? <sighs> I... Maybe. 
I mean, I've got a really big sword that's connected to it. Oh, good. He's got a big Tears sword. Tears no, Tears I mean, is like, oh, I can fantastic. get one or two. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's complicated. It's complicated and weird. Bug on weird. Yes. Right. Tears yes, has a weird certainty. Like a, like a deep, it's almost like a forgotten memory that she can absolutely kill an Archfey. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and that weird, strange confidence emanating from a situation <laughs> in which uh, the universe aligned in a different way and the Katbeyun mm -hmm. had less permanence and effect mm -hmm. on the world and maybe yep. didn't qualify as Probably an Archfey. Probably less HP. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Confidence is a hell of a drug. It's true. <laughs> yep. It's alcohol. Um, so here's what we do. We go in drunk. Um, so, I mean. I've been drunk exactly that. once in my life, and I don't intend on doing it again. That was a read moment. <laughs> okay. Anyway. This I... is a years moment. First things first. Let... We're going to help my son. Of course. Yeah. Obviously. We're just killing time right now. Then, yeah. we're out. going to find a way to go out into the wilding. Which... Then, we're going to deal with the wilding. And then we're going to find a way to kill an Archfey. In that order, I think. I like I like it. I, I like it. I like it a lot. Hop question. Do you have an army? I have... House Talkanus is really the one with armed forces... So, no. Oh, okay. I just thought I'd ask, just in case we wanted to... Sure. The, uh, I could always work on that. No, it's fine. I just kind of... I mean, I don't want to say you owe me an army. <laughs> but like a little... So... Like a little bit. But like a little bit... Like Crawl! Crawl, please! I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm trying to lighten you. Lu Lucidian, we please. We won't. Friends of my son, you can just call me Sidian. Mm, I might just call you Lucidian. Yeah. Uh, Not gonna do that. I, I think Sidian she. I think instead of face. correcting herself, she just doesn't address him again and says, "We're not going to let anything happen to Angela." Thank you. Is there anything else you want to talk to Lucidian about before oh, help so arrives? Many, so many things. Please. Um, question. When dealing with individuals who are dealing with the Archfey, um, Allah, I'm I'm guessing that's Canaeus's thing over there. Um how do you deal will with that? Bring over a tray of tea and go. Sorry, what? Hmm? Talking about me? 
Can I ask? Okay, so I have an idea. I have an idea. I don't know how I came up with this. I'm this trying will be to figure good. it out here. Can you directly help us? No. That's fair. There we go. All right. I, the Compayoon doesn't have any power outside of the eastward, right? No. Except when it's uh, yes. Okay. Because oh, I was okay. going to say, we also, like, have other shit to do. So, like, if we just left, that could solve the problem. I don't but know. But if not, okay. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to double check. Because, again, the world is coming to an end. Sort of trying to prioritize some stuff here. Your big problem right now is that he's got one big conduit to you no matter where you go. And he'll just point at Grawl. Right. Hi. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be make finding him a whole lot easier. <laughs> Wasn't really a joke, tears up. I mean, I just wanted to clear that up. I just wanted to check with my guess. Cool. You're cool. I just, I, under, I understand. He'll give you a big thumbs up and start serving everybody tea. Thank you. <sighs> He's just pushing into very late night now. Is there any more things you want to talk to the Elder Sidian about before help arrives? No. Um, there was a thing I wanted to do, but if I can't do it this time, that's fine. I wanted to be alone for it, so. With the Elder Sidian? No. Oh, okay. I, I mean, mean, you could leave. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we. I'm. I'm not leaving. It's sort of a bigger area. conversation. It's sort of a bigger conversation. So, it like if it's just like a cliffhanger or whatever, that's also fine. Um. Did any. Did any of us talk to him? Uh, what we're currently doing in the city, Allah getting black mithril or anything like that no we didn't you brought you brought that up i know yeah i I mean i think we should i think so when we were like telling him about the initial story i kind of felt like that was a natural segue. i mean we obviously got off track but i feel like (laughs) that was kind of a natural segue into just with the way we were all spilling information just like fucking telling him everything of all of the people in this stupid valley, Lucidian Lyodon is probably the best person to talk to, as much as I absolutely hate that fact. I mean, do, do we want to inform him? Inform him? Yeah, no? I think we should. All right, okay. cool. I think he should know. Put that card on the table then. Um, and, if, and he and was if, aware that his brother was organizing something with you to try mm-hmm. to 
figure out, but he wasn't aware that there was a, uh, an absolute plan as of yet, but apparently that has come into more fruition in the last 24 hours, according to all of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, give him the rundown okay. about, hey, this thing, this thing, this thing, we're talking to... Yeah, and he thinks and those I'm... are all very good. Like, you clearly all know what you're doing, at least to some extent. Uh, uh, does he know about the tree thing? Uh, he's been appraised of the situation, but he doesn't know the specifics, per se. Okay, he does now, because I'll, I'll fill him in and on at least what I know of okay. what's happening. Mm-hmm. And he is sure the, the Forge Masters are, like, doing their best. He's not quite sure what he can do. But uh, he is yeah. very concerned by that fact. Yeah. Oh, oh same. And he definitely puts together the whole, like, well, if it started three days ago and you all showed up three days ago, that can't be a coincidence. Oh, yeah. No. All eyes just turned. Most, most things aren't. I, I, okay, have we connected the fact that it is hellfiery to well, cherish? I mean, I was the only one there that would have seen it since snoozing. And the, the second yeah. fire wasn't the crimson flame of Hellfire. Right. It was just like a regular one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh, interesting. I mean, So that's something else, breaching I mean, the... the so, like, yeah, the first one looked like Cherish's fire. Weird how that is. Um, one of them turned into a spectral kind of thing, and the other one just caught regular, like, it, fire, fire. Burned off. Burned off. Seen it fell to the ground. I don't know what to make of any of that. This is all a, a, a little beyond me. I've no. My oh, brother is uh, the one I mean, who studies the arcane. Of course, us too. It's just, it seems like... It seems like disseminating as much knowledge as possible to as many people who might have even some semblance of an idea of what's going on. Seems Why, to be the I best strategy. Everyone, I appreciate it. Thank you. I, oh yeah, yes, Grawl, you trust everyone. Some might call whatever. Anything else you want to talk to Lucidian about? <laughs> nope. Anything specific, anyway. Uh, yeah. That's a maybe read. I'm going through my notes trying to find something that I would be like, oh, this is important, but... And again, this is mostly just if there's anything you want to talk to him about while Sid's still unconscious. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Okay. No. I it's don't around know. midnight when Blizz Fizzle Nozzle returns. In tow is a tall, regal-looking woman with a flowing gown made of wildflowers that drags behind her as she moves. Her raiment, there's a like a half cloak that falls around her shoulders that looks to be made of some kind of elk skin, the head of which drapes over one of her shoulders, and the antlers like stick out to the side. Nap again, is it? Oh, no. There is what looks like some kind of red paint 
on her fingertips. Uh, like from the the first knuckle down to her fingertips, each of them is painted red in some way. And there are swirling blue tattoos that come up and cover one half of her face. Oh, shit. All right, Etsuko, you're competing with this one now. Come on. <laughs> don't tell. <laughs> don't neg her. Oh, I would on. never, ever do that. And she is clearly a wood elf of some kind. <laughs> and as she enters, she will stop and look around as though she's never been here before. And Blizz will let out an exasperated sigh and say, I I think this was... I didn't know who else to call. And Lucidian Wolf stood up and say, Tahalmor Weniol, welcome. And... The tall wood elf will say something in a language that none of you understand. And it seems though neither does Blizz or Lucidian. They look at her with confusion. Cool. Deja vu. Weird. And she will smile and say something else in that same language. Sounds like weird creaking bark and wind moving through trees. And she will just gently move down into the space, glancing her eyes once they find the werewolf unconscious on the ground, never leaving him. You can see that her feet are bare as she comes down the stairs. And as she stops at the bottom, she will glance around some more and finally say, in common, because this is mixed company, it seems, uh, with the the Minotaur and Satyr and other sundry folk. Uh, Etsuko has pretty well disappeared at this point. She seems to be hiding in the stacks. Very much not wanting to make herself known. This, is, this has been kind of a fraught conversation. That's not... That's understandable. That's Every once in a while you see her like peeking out from behind one of the shelves of books. Just being like, nope, nope, there's still lots of people out there. Going to just ride back in here. Okay. <laughs> it's the the oh, Homer Simpson so disappearing <laughs> into the bushes. And as she speaks, the wood elf will say, This is quite the secret base you have yourself here, Lucidian Lyodon. And Lucidian will bow and say, Yes, it serves an important purpose. And she says, You will have to tell me about this purpose when this is done. A really sweet dance party. So cool. And... She will turn and look, and you see that her eyes are these, like, pure orbs of green. Still whites around the sclera, but just the pupil and the iris are both green. That's metal. And they're glowing faintly, and little tracing lines in the air move 
across her face as her head moves to look towards each of you. I'm I'm gonna I'm I just hate this. Can I oh, cast that's... divine sense? Sure. You sense a fiend. You sense a fae. That's Jerish. <laughs> the fae, I assume, is uh, Canaeus. Canaeus. Yeah. Weird. And you sense an aberration. Hmm. <laughs> Your bug-armed uh, friend. In front of me? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. No, it's Grawl. Mm -hmm. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, good. Good, good, great. Good, good. Uh-huh. Good, good, good. The full spectrum. Cool, cool, cool. For sure, for sure. Uh, cool. We Noise. have a mountain Smart. of bullshit. We Noise. So much Noise. Fucking goddamn it. By the way, guys, I forgot to mention, I'm a celestial. <laughs> I don't know how it didn't come up until Oh, it's, uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Honestly, at this point, mm, you do sense the celestial as well. And glancing around, you'll see on the top of one of the bookshelves, Alexander has just been like sitting there the whole time, hand oh, on his chin, just like watching oh all of this. Um, oh, yeah, I, was going to tell I you think like like any girls never pinged as an aberration before, nope. obviously. So I think like Tirza. The combo of the celestial. Th this gal's fine, right? She's mm -hmm. nothing. I mean, she is a person. Yeah. So, like, fuck. Nothing on my divine sense. I think Tirza might maybe just, like, slumps full head in hands to floor. Just, like, still up against Sid, but just, like, like on the ground now. <laughs> and this woman will kind of stride up next to you. Mm -hmm. and place a gentle hand on your shoulder and she'll say excuse me I need some room to work I'll uh I'll, I'll pick up the the uh pseudo dragon and kind of extend a hand to Tirza as you pick as him I up he lets out a, a little bleh and some green <laughs> noxious gas comes out of his mouth Tirza is not gonna take your hand because you're paying as fiendish right now. So, okay. um, yeah, I'll move. Fuck. Okay. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> I hate this. The the wood elf will begin unpacking a couple of bags in front of her. You can see that a couple of them are like an herbalism kit, and she begins taking herbs and like grinding them up in her hand and holding them out in front of her, and she'll begin wafting them around, and as you see this little flame kindle in her palm, the the herbs begin to burn and let loose smoke drift across the top of Werewolf Sid. Her eyes will begin to flutter, and you can see the greens roll back up into her head, and she begins chanting in a voice with a language that, again, none of you understand, but it's this weird, sonorous melodic whisper that begins echoing in this place even though she's speaking very very quietly just whispers of her voice harmonizing with itself moving through this place moving in time with a rhythm that none of you can hear but seems to be a metronome of existence 
and without looking, her hand will dip down into a bag next to her, and it will come out just dripping with red blood. And the bloody hand, she's going to reach out and place it onto Sid's fur and continue her chanting, and eventually she will cast Remove Curse on Sid at 5th level. They summoned the only archdruid they thought they could trust. And uh, in front of you, you all see Sid's wolf form shrinking, the fur disappearing, the limbs decreasing in size, and eventually curled up with plenty of room to move inside of this cage is your young friend Sid in some torn pants and a very fancy-looking vest. <laughs> Uh, still unconscious, I yeah. assume. Yeah. Uh, I think Cheers has just been, like, zoning out this whole time. But, uh, Sid becoming a person again, um, I'll, like, go pat his face, see if I can't wake him up. And Blizz will stride forward and wave his rod around and the cage will just collapse back into the ground. Uh, he's, the ropes that were binding him are now very loose and uh, you can pull them off of his unconscious body very easily. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, as much as possible, I'll, like, try to get them off. No, nah, no, nah, leave him tied up. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> and the like, druid kind of? will say... If he is very lucky, he will have no memory of what transpired. What a stomach contents. Yay. Well, he's already dealt with that. It's fine. <laughs> Sid? Whomever you... he consumed went to feed the curse. It will not be an issue. Alright, I just... And Lucidian will take this druid aside and begin talking with her in a low voice in Elvish as you try to coax Sid into consciousness. Mage hand. Tears <laughs> is like, like gently patting him and Grawl just like, mage hand. <laughs> no, mage hand in his ear. Do you want to just try to bring him to consciousness? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give me a medicine check. Uh, that is a 19. Okay. Sid, you have one hit point. Um, I will then, of course, of course, uh, do, I think I have 30 left. So, does he look rough? Does oh, he yeah. look like He looks like he was up? beaten yeah. to, to unconsciousness. Yeah, of course. So, of course, <laughs> I'll Joe. use all 30. All 30. <laughs> hey, now. Did I drink yeah, mana again? What happened? <laughs> Sid, you're, you're okay. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Uh, seven. <laughs> the last thing you remember is walking outside the halls of wonder with a very stinky lizard under one arm. I did I get 
I remember leaving. Did I get ambushed? It's uh, from the inside. It's fine. You should. You should probably just rest, and we can. What does it feel like? I got punched tomorrow. in the face a bunch of times. Oh God! Like yeah, just, tears are just like. Oh, fuck, healed. And Judah has moved over now and is just kind of biting his fist a little bit like, ooh. And he like reaches down. Where's my where's Storm Piercer? Right here. Um, I am over here for some reason Cherish is wearing me. I yes. it was a tense situation and it was oh. we didn't want to lose it in here. Thanks. And he's like he almost like it's hard to focus, so he's, he's not really like seeing you guys. He just kind of reaches out for it. Thanks, Cherish. Um, and then he starts to, I think, take in the room. Just so many worried faces. <laughs> and off to the side, you see Lucidian lied on in low conversation with this strange druid lady okay, I guess, nearby I guess he got his dragon back mission accomplished mm-hmm. good job Sid. yeah thanks we going to the dreamlands or what let's do this thing you're going to bed <laughs> oh yeah whatever you dream go. about is up to you but okay. well tomorrow we'll we'll, uh, we'll let out. you know yeah. Okay. Yeah, good idea. And I, I will kind of like help hoist him up and yeah, get him to a bed. Yeah. Okay. What are the rest of you doing? Um, I think it's time for all of us to go to bed. Judah will help Tirza bring Sid upstairs and get him settled. Canaeus uh, will be <laughs> tugging on his beard thoughtfully as he watches Sid move past. Lucidian and the druid will finish their conversation and Blizz will lead her out. They seem to have come to some sort of accord. Lucidian will watch you take his son upstairs and in bed, but he won't follow. But he will look like he wants to. But after you get him settled and back out into the room, you will find that he is preparing to leave. He will gather up his pseudo-dragon puck, have it rest on his shoulders, and he will say to the three of you in particular, but the room at large, thank you again for for looking after him. You did what I wish I could. And he will turn to leave.
Afterward, Kanaeus will go back upstairs as well. Blizz will leave. And when it's just the three of you, finally Etsuko will stick her head out from the stacks of books. See that everyone is gone. And then she will scuttle off to bed as well. Thank you. You were great tonight. <laughs> and it is probably closing in on 2 a.m. by the time everyone else is left and the sanctum is quiet again. You all head to bed? I don't know if Tirza is sleeping tonight, but... <laughs> sure. Is anyone else staying out here at all? Uh, I don't... I don't think Cherish is. Okay. You see Judah is sort of settling down with the tea that Canaeus left. Alright. He doesn't seem to have any intention of finding a bed. I guess I'll go to bed too. Tears, are you staying up? Or are you heading into a room? Um. God, I was going to ask Liz if I could keep this. Uh, I think she, like, goes to the table where the Living Gate book is and, like, sits at it for a while and, like, flips through it, mostly absentmindedly, like, not really paying attention to what, it, you know, not really looking at it. Um, she probably falls asleep out there. <laughs> okay. When you do, eventually you'll feel, uh, a hefty blanket being rested on your shoulders. Judah. Too good for this yeah, world. The low cloth of hooves walking away as it settles. The rest of you find what rest you can. Sid, you are troubled by restless dreams of hunger. Swift hunting the bang of wolves. The sound of a figure on horseback riding nearby. The low tones of horns. The rest of you go to sleep? Yes, from Grawl? Yep. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, I think Teresa eventually sleep, falls asleep. Okay. Yeah. When Cherish goes up to her room, she kind of sits cross-legged on the bed with the book, the nine the nine hills for dummies book that she got from Omatep. Kind of takes a deep sigh. And summons the lesser. 
Okay. And where where does he appear? Just on the end of the bed? Just, yep, right in front of her. And he appears with a little poof of brimstone and smoke. And he'll glance around. Go ahead. Oh, hey. This is no... Sit down. Oh. Okay. Sitting. It's a little bandy-legged squat on the end of the bed. What exactly is your mistress's relationship with my father? Getting right to it, then. Excellent. Well, my lady, Glacia, Duchess of Malbolge. That's who you're referring to, right? Yeah. She's not too keen on uh, your old pops. I'm not either. See her dad and yours. Eh, they don't like each other too much. That much I gathered. And, uh... She figures... She could find a way to... Disabuse him of certain notions. Might put a gold star next to her name where her dad is concerned. Get her that big old smiley face on the report card, if you know what I'm saying. I don't. I don't know what any of those things mean. Um... <laughs> Is her aim to collect on her father's contract on my soul, or does she have other plans? She's pretty sure that you have a very similar outlook to your old man. And while her dad kind of has to take a zero-tolerance policy where this stuff is concerned, She's got more of a long game in mind. Mostly, she just, uh... wants to have a conversation, I think. Two daughters of Bator probably have a lot to talk about, yeah? It's almost like your sisters, in a way. Mm, I wouldn't go that far. I may have come from Bator, but... This is my home. Well, look around at this tiny well, little cubicle okay, of I'm, a bedroom. It's, Sweet look, digs! Look, it's... It's a... It, metaphorically speaking. I know that's not your whole bag, but... I'm however, just here to help you. However... 
I will think about it. You're dismissed. And just before he vanishes again, there's a big, wide grin on the lesser's face. And I think after that, Cherish kind of, like, puts her head on her knees and, like, just tries to sort of, like, breathe evenly. Generally speaking, just try to not, like, freak out mm-hmm. or to start crying. You know, all that stuff. All that good stuff. Okay. As we leave our threadless heroes each dealing with the evening upset and distraught and contemplating what comes next trying to find some way to begin unpacking the mountain of troubles that are heaped on their shoulders we pull away from fair aims here the city trapped in a cylinder of energy. The wild, baying sounds of primal life surrounding it. Elsewhere, far beyond the fields we know, there is a throne. On that throne sits what should be probably be somebody else. But the pretender who sits on that throne contemplates their next move. There are many pieces on the board and they all play by different rules. He knows that the opponents that they face could at any moment turn the board over, could disrupt the plan as it has been set in motion. There are many players, each of which have their own ends in mind. There is, of course, the general, whose son even now takes up her spear. There is, of course, the strange wardens whose prophecies dictate that this would come to pass, but somehow they have been led astray. There are the warring gods who, even now, a champion moves towards one side that will tip the balance of that war when she reaches her master's side that will perhaps tip the board in one way or another the pretender on this throne considers all of these factors but as she stares out at the board contemplating what is there, what pieces are at their disposal. They look to two twin pieces, 
that are now set in the Tempest Rest Valley. Written in an infernal script along each piece, one labeled Cherish and one labeled Scorn. And they consider the fate of those two pieces. And I think it is there that we are going to leave this episode of Material Components. Because as always, you can find us on Twitter at MatcomRPG. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com. Especially now. We always want to hear from our listeners. Love you guys for listening to the show. And I just want to know you're out there. Uh, yeah. Um, like, funny coincidence i mean i whatever it's sort of a coincidence i mean it is but um scorn is one of my choices for nega cherish's name (laughs) nice interesting um i think the other one's like fake or something i don't remember um uh you can find me on twitter at elliot c loop um I think by the time due to podcast this time the time this episode goes out, um Matcom AC Villagers, what up? <laughs> Get that SEO. <laughs> Check it on Twitter. Reindeerza, the return. Uh um you can find me on Twitter at cryoutolivia. Uh every time we kind of get a grasp of what's going on. The universe changes, and then we're like, oh shit, I guess we actually don't know. Which is a, a deep and heartbreaking metaphor for the current times we live in, I guess. So, <laughs> um, come hang out and and share in the, I don't know, energy with me. Um, if you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, you can do so at Theridimus. Um, yeah, just y'all got any photos of like cute moths or like <laughs> like real like fluffy moths? Because that's the Mothman I want to be—big, <laughs> fluffy, adorable Mothman. That's, Still time. Hey, that's Still the time. Mothman you are. <laughs> no, on the inside. <laughs> Oh, fluffy on the inside. Okay, that'll get the kids to come give me a hug. Mm-hmm. My terrifying exoskeleton. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm fluffy on the inside. That doesn't make it any better. This is Grawlso, who's scaring you right now. Grawl is very fluffy. Mm-hmm. He's inside right now. <laughs> gonna think I ate him. <laughs> Um, and I, I just wanted to say as, uh, I, I got the pleasure of, of watching all of you guys, uh, play, uh, tonight and it was really, really fun. And chaos. You, like all of you guys are so great and I feel honored and privileged to, to play with you every week. Uh, Aww. so us, uh, us too. Yeah. Um, so if you at home, uh, are listening to this, uh, please, please, please rate and review our podcast and let these 
great, great people know what you think. Um, because I, I'm, I'm a fan, obviously I'm, I'm in it, but, um, uh, but so I am a bit biased, but yeah. Um, so we please do that. Deleting all of his reviews that he puts up for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. But all the reviews can't be just for me. Um, no. Um, but when, when you, uh, do, uh, review our podcast, um, you can include in the subject line the name of an NPC that we can then put into the show. And, you know, that that's fun. They could have silly names. Why not? Who knows? Um, so, yeah, please do that. It, it's, it means the world to us. Absolutely, it does. And, of course, you can find me on Twitter, at MKGorgoni. If you want to come ask me just how close everyone is to breaking through to that plateau of truth in which they finally understand what all is happening in this campaign, I'll just tell you right now, you don't even have to bother asking me on Twitter. They're so close. Just let us like Like an episode? Like I have a lot to, to look forward to next week if we're smart enough? <laughs> I mean, there are some quick ways to get answers, but you don't like any of them. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. It mostly involves turning over your friend to Asmodeus. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> um, but of course, you can also find our good, good friend Omatep on Twitter at NPC underscore AN, because even when he is missing his uh, monkey, monkey friend, he is always an important NPC. Thank you all so much for listening to this show. Uh, as always, the world is chaos, especially now. So please be kind to one another. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.